BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CAPITAL200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the epic climbs of the Tour de France, NTT is changing the game. By delivering deeper data insights, trailblazing digital experiences, and technological innovation, they're revolutionizing the fan experience. The future of sport will be shaped by technology, and NTT is leading the way. Come along for the ride. To learn more, visit services.global.ntt. Welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you 
but may also have troubled minds. What's up guys, soundcheck 1-2, I am loud as hell. Turn that down, let's turn that up. Alright, alright, on the road, California style, doing our thing. Troubled minds, it's the road. And you guys know what's up. You guys know what's going on with this show. This is the show where we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what they are. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the Upside Down. Yes, this show is live. We are streaming on Rockfin. We are streaming on YouTube, DLive, Periscope, and we're taking your phone calls. As always, we're doing... Uh, that's that's the thing. That's really what this show is about. It's about many things, of course. It's about uh, being aware of the world around us. I've always said that, um, basically, this is just uh, me trying to be a concerned citizen, trying to uh, understand the, the media uh, news cycles, trying to understand propaganda, trying to understand the things they're doing to us and what they want us to believe. And uh, as a result, right, just sort of uh, trying to lock in a more uh, coherent reality in my own brain. And I think the, that, that sort of conversation, when you're dealing with mass media, when you're dealing with government, when you're dealing with you know, basically uh, huge, large-scale entities that are just dishonest, that are just flat-out dishonest. Uh, I think that's uh, not just um, important for myself to have these conversations, which is why we started this show, to be honest, because I could, uh, like I always say, I could uh, sit in the corner and, you know, kind of like I am right now, I've peeled off my own corner <laughs> in California, and uh, and just talk to myself, um, which, you know, is, is healthy, it's, it is healthy. As long as, right, yourself doesn't answer back. Uh, hi, me, myself, Michael Strange. <laughs> uh, yeah, right? Uh, so as long as that doesn't happen, I think you're safe. But talking to yourself is, is a healthy thing, right? It's, it's a way to get uh, your thoughts out. It's a, it's, a, it's a way to maybe make you hear them, right? Hear your, your, your lips form the words, right, uh, the, of the thoughts in your mouth, or sorry, the thoughts in your, in your head. And that's what uh, that's really what this is about. It's about you know a conversation that's kind of stuck in my head that I can't, I just can't get out. I just can't get out. And so uh, I think this is probably one of the best outlets to to be able to do this. You know, thank goodness we still have uh, social media as it is. Thank goodness we still have YouTube as it is. Even though they're whittling this down and trying to make it uh, worse and worse and right uh, limit reach and you know tweak the algorithms just enough so that their celebrity friends get all the reach and all the people who uh, <laughs> who aren't celebrity friends uh, get dumped to the bottom of the search engines uh, even though that's happening currently at least right now in this moment uh, we have the ability to to reach out and do some um, some special things and and meet some special people and that's really what this is about it's about a larger conversation about not just all those things I described when we started the show. When we start every show, I describe those things. Just because I understand uh, the term troubled minds means a lot of things to a lot of people. And, um, you know, specifically, it means, you know, a troubled mind is typically uh, connected with, um, with uh, you know, mental health. And, you know, they, 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 it's a way to malign people. It's a way to say that, oh, you know, that poor woman, she had a troubled mind, right? That That poor man... He had a troubled mind. Well, uh, 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 we're taking it back. <laughs> we're taking the term back. And troubled minds means us. It means us getting together and uh, considering all the crazy things that, uh, that that's really going on in the world. And that's what this is about. 
And so as part of that, uh, like I said, uh, I, I have no, you know me, you guys know me, I have no inside sources, I have no uh, anything, I, like I don't know anything more than anybody else, all right? But I do watch the news cycles closely, and this show has developed a secret weapon. And of course, that secret weapon is you. It's uh, the folks that listen to this show. It's because uh, you guys call in and uh, you're... Uh, take this show to places that I never imagined it could go. And so that's uh, that's why this is a two-way conversation. This is why we've always had an open phone line and this is why we do uh this is why we do what we do because uh like I said uh, the media has a way of filtering things out and making things disappear if they want it to. Um well uh you know if they interview you like I've said and uh they you know take clip you out of context and they can make you say whatever they want with a, a deft edit. Um but uh, you know, right here, you get to call in, and as long as you're not a you know uh, a a giant a hole, if you catch my meaning, then you're allowed. You're allowed to say what you think, and that's just that. And so, uh, uh, yeah, that's what this show's about. So, with long-winded intro, I just want to make sure that everybody understands what this show is, and uh, it is a conversation. It's more of a conversation, less of a show, and that's what we do here. So, if you want to be part of the show tonight, the, the discussion, it's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two. Nine five seven one zero three seven. You can find that phone number and the Discord link at troubledminds.org. That's the official website, troubledminds.org. So if you're ever looking for anything uh, from this show, let's say we just get nuked from the internet for some reason, uh, we are streaming on Rockfin. We've been accepted to Rockfin. It's sort of a an invite-only platform. And it's uh, free speech centric. Uh, as long as you don't uh, go go full Nazi and stupid on there, then uh, you're allowed to say whatever the hell you want. And so, as a result, uh, if you if you are trying to figure out where we went, because it's only a matter of time, right? You can you can make noise as much as you want. And uh, like I said, free speech only exists until uh, you have a large enough reach that you're a threat, and then, well, then it doesn't exist anymore <laughs> because you're challenging the powers that be, right, with your own reach. And so at some point, they're going to take us off of all these platforms. And so uh, we still have the Fringe, which we're not on tonight because I am traveling and I don't have the extra hardware necessary to be uh, broadcasting on the Fringe. So we've got a rerun play in there. On the machine right behind me, I'm doing two machines on the road. See, I'm doing my best, but uh, like I said, Sometimes you just uh, you can't make everything work, and that's the way it is. So so anyway, uh, Rockfin is the way to go, uh, and Fringe will be the way to go, and um, we'll see, we'll see. But at point being, if they, we we get removed from the internet, and you're looking for information, just go to the one-stop shop. That's troubledminds.org. Phone numbers there, the Discord link is there, uh, all the social media is there, including the link to Rockfin and everything else. So. Uh, that's where you go. If you can't find us, you go find us there. So that's what's up. Okay, so I was going through the news uh, again today and last night, and we were talking about and uh, during the after show. We, By the way, in the after show in the Discord, we get together and talk about all kinds of things. Sometimes it's as mundane as... Uh, you know, um, I don't know, the best way to cook vegetables. And sometimes it's uh, we're talking about um, the same type of stuff we talk about on the show. And last night the discussion sort of went like this. Uh, hey, Mike, what's uh, what's next on deck? What can we uh, expect this week for the show? And I had a couple of things that actually Derek, uh, Derek in Massachusetts, the Night Stalker, sent, which we're going to do. 
I just don't want to line them all up in a row. So I'm doing this one tonight to break it up, to kind of get in between some of that stuff. Because uh, one of them needs some extensive amount of research, That because I don't know the stuff. Um, so I don't want to just kind of shoot from the hip on some things that may be fantastic. So we'll, we'll get more of that this week and maybe early next week. But uh, for right now, we're going we're gonna to be talking about Elon Musk built a robot, right? And that's what this is all about. Uh, yeah, right, air fry those veggies, exactly. Uh, so th what, what this is about tonight is um, I thought, okay, now we talk about this often on this show. We talk about AI. We talk about the different ways that, um, you know, uh, it, it's upon us. The age of the robots is upon us. And uh, so what does that mean regarding uh, our place in the world? Because, of course, right, uh, you, you see it now. Um, you know, you go into, what do you do? Like, just, just speaking of, like, autonomous stuff, we're talking about AI. We're talking about um, all kinds of just crazy things. And if you go into, you know, for instance, I don't recommend you eat there, but if you go into, like, a McDonald's or something, you go into a Walmart, things like this, uh, you know, you're, you see that uh, automation has really been trimming down the amount of, you know, manual type labor jobs, ca cash register jobs, things like this, right? You go in and you're your own cashier, right? And so there's some there's some weirdness with this that, uh, you know, it's happening, all right? That's just my case in point. The age of the robots is upon us. And uh, what that means is quite a lot of things. And I think probably uh, many people don't really understand the nature of what's about to happen here. And uh, so Elon Musk, we'll get to this article in just a sec, but Elon Musk uh, is basically, he's been, uh, like you said in this article we're going to get to, he's been banging the, the AI drum for 10 years, telling people that AI is going to be more of a threat than possibly nuclear weapons or a water shortage or, you know, a <clears throat> pandemic or things like this, right? He, he truly believes that uh, the, the, um, the AI in and of itself is going to be the, the next great threat to humanity. And so what he's trying to do is he's trying to get ahead of it. And he's trying to build his own robots and make them as safe as possible. Because, of course, right, the, the next step when you talk about robots, when you talk about uh, uh, anthropomorphic machines, right, just machines that look like people, androids, as it were, once you start talking about that, uh, they're right. You're you're a firmware update away from sentience, from robots actually becoming well humans, right? Uh, and that that's the weirdness here. That's that's the odd stuff that um, it kind of goes through my mind, right? We've talked about it kind of in the periphery on this show a little bit here and there regarding robot rights and things like this, right? You know, we talk about uh, Alex Jones and. Him waving his arms and saying, you know, they're, they're making the frogs gay and right, the human pig chimeras and all this other stuff, right? And, and only only the way Alex Jones can do uh, seems ridiculous. But uh, you know, like he says, with the the uh, chimeras and the once they start creating these hybrid entities, it becomes just like he stated, animal rights and human rights. Well, what about hybrid rights? Are they three fifths of a person? All right. So we talked about that in the past on this show, but not really specifically in regard to robots. Now, what about robots? Now, the same thing, like I said, uh, imagine this, all right? Imagine a future, a not-too-distant future, and you have, uh, you know, for Christmas, right? They have the Black Friday special, and everybody's like, yes, I'm going to get myself a robot maid, right? A robot butler, a robot this, a robot that, Robot mechanic, right, going to fix my car up for me. Whatever it is, right? Whatever 
kind of kind of a firmware download software they've got loaded onto these robots that are just like people, right? Maybe let's say they're a little bit shorter than people because you know you got to be able to pick them up and move them around, you know, stuff like that. So you're not going to have probably eight foot tall robots you can buy at Walmart, but you know you, you figure they're probably going to be a little smaller than us just just in terms of being able to move the thing around, right? Logistics in case it breaks down, you know, you got to be able to pack it in the car and take it to the shop to fix, right? Or, you know, maybe they'll send another robot to fix the other robot. But you see, you see where I'm going here. But then, okay, so let's continue the uh, the not-too-distant future and the Black Friday special uh, just before uh, Thanksgiving or just after Thanksgiving, I'm sorry. And, uh, you, you know, you go down and you buy your robot that's going to be, uh, you know, going to do the chores. It's going to wash the dishes. This robot's going to uh, do the laundry. This robot's going to mow the lawn. It's going to do all the things you don't you don't like to do, right? Or let's say you do like to mow the lawn. It's going to do everything else so you can do nothing but garden or whatever it is, right? So you can find your zen. You can find your peace. You're going to have this robot, well, protector of sorts. That's, uh, right? A helping hand. Okay, so, so now imagine. Okay, so then they have, you have this robot and it's doing its thing and suddenly it malfunctions. And this robot starts acting up, right? The robot is supposed to clean up after itself when it does something. Let's say uh, a package comes in from Amazon, dropped off by a robot drone, wink wink. Your robot goes to the porch and picks it up, opens the package, puts the item on the table as you've instructed or programmed it to do, but it doesn't throw away the garbage or put it into the recycle bin as necessary. Right? It doesn't happen. And you're wondering, wow, that's strange. The robot malfunctioned. And so what do you do? You get on the horn with tech support, or you probably email them, or you know, contact them on your your smartphone, and uh, they're going to say something like, "Well, we just had a software live update, and your robot now is no longer a robot. Your robot is sentient and is able to decide whether or not this robot does what you want it to do based on the way you treat it." All right, now you see the problem. <laughs> you get a software update. And they, right, uh, everybody's seen uh, Interstellar with the sarcasm level on the robot? Uh, yeah, okay. So anyway, there's, there's, there's kind of the idea I had, kind of this idea in my mind. Probably make a good science fiction show at some point, or maybe an a audio drama or whatever's going on with this. But you get, you get the idea, right? So once, once this level of robot uh, sort of servant, or even let's call it a slave, is deployed in households the world over, just like uh, a television might be, you know, 50 or 30 years ago, or however the hell, let's say 50, not 30. But, uh, you know, at some point, a, a television was a luxury. Now everybody has three TVs in the house, right? So it's going to be that way with robots. It's going to be like everybody's uh, excited for the first robot they get, and then soon... You're going to have one that does this, one that does that, and they're going to be working together, and then, right, you see what's going on here. But anyway, the point of all that is because, well, Elon Musk, yeah, he's, uh, he's talking about creating these things. And this is an article from futurism.com, okay? And this is actually old news, uh, not, not super old, like maybe a couple weeks, uh, because we, uh, yeah, there was just too much other good stuff to talk about. But I think this is, this is one of those ones that we kind of have to circle back and touch on. Because it is, um, it is sort of a terrifying future when, like I said, if sentience is just a firmware update away, um, then these robots that are deployed in every house in America and in the world, uh, suddenly it becomes something else, doesn't it? It becomes um, maybe even dangerous. 
I don't know. Uh, you know, I hate to be that doom monger. You know me. I, I want to be positive about things. But uh, at some point, right, which, which firmware update gets pushed? Which software update gets pushed that creates that sentient robot? I don't know. That's, uh, that's what's on my mind tonight. That's the question. And uh, let's go to this article, right? So Elon Musk says this. Tesla making a robot because robots are coming anyway. And uh, he, it says, I will not be able to ensure that robots made by other companies are safe. But I can try my best to do so at Tesla. Now you understand what he's saying. Safe. So what I described there in the not-too-distant future, a fictional uh, account of something that may happen very soon, is that uh, he's that's the word safe, right? At some point, these robots that are out there, you guys have seen the movie iRobot, maybe? Uh, adapted from the Isaac Asimov book, I believe it was. Uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, they're out there, they're they're becoming, you know, police officers, they're doing all the work that people do. However, at some point, right, there's like a, a an actual, like, AI mothership sort of situation that just downloads to all of the robots a new update. Anyway, here we go. Elon Musk says this, quote, I've been banging this AI drum for a decade, Musk told Insider last year. He's gone even so far as saying that AI is more dangerous than nuclear war. In 2017, he said that efforts to make AI safe have only a 5 to 10% chance of success, uh, which makes his recent announcement that Tesla is developing a humanoid robot all the more perplexing. The Tesla bot is intended to be friendly, as the billionaire claimed during the company's AI Day event last month. Uh, and the robots are coming anyway, he said as Boston Dynamics videos clearly show. And he tweeted a response in a, to a, a Twitter user pointing out his double standard. And uh, so as we know, right, Boston Dynamics, of course, we, we've talked about the DigiDog in the past and some of the things, right, the dancing robots. And, you know, at least our robot overlords will be able to dance, right? They can cut a rug like crazy. So it's going to be it's going to be exciting when they're like, you know, when you're when you're uh, in the mine, uh, you know, with a pickaxe. Uh, digging up whatever they want you to dig up, at least the robot will be able to dance for you to entertain you. That's going to be amazing, right? So anyway, all right, so let's go to, uh, this, let's continue with this. So um, the, the article continues from Futurism, but whether Tesla's robot is an actual project the company is seriously tackling remains to be seen. All we've seen so far is a human in a Tesla bot costume dancing on stage at the company's AI event. Now, was it just a distraction to draw the attention away from the car company's trouble with regulators over its full self-driving capabilities? Or, if it is real, will Tesla uh, be able to ensure Tesla bot will play nice forever? And, uh, yeah, I think that's the, the, the crazy part about this, is that surely this is not happening tomorrow. Okay, but uh, the, way, the way Elon Musk has been really hammering at uh, a lot of this information is um is is uh you know with going getting to Mars. I mean he he's pushing the envelope in a lot of ways, and it wouldn't surprise me if let's say within ten years these things were deployed. All right, we actually had uh, these robots in in our homes in some capacity, right? Because right, uh, think of, think of the value. Like some people you know have too much money, maybe not too much. You know what I'm saying? But more money than time. Some people have more time than money. All right, well, a robot would be the great equalizer and be able to balance those things even if you didn't have a ton of money, right? Maybe you finance the robot and it just frees you up and it's making money for you by, I don't know, taking garbage to the dump for somebody, right? And it's Tesla truck or who knows, right? Like this is the type of stuff that 
is probably on the way. Uh, menial labor is going to go away, and uh, right, the Tesla bots will be able to do these things. So who knows, right? Like maybe this is the future. But I, you know, like is this a future we should be wary of? I guess is the question, and that's what's on my mind tonight. So again, if you guys want to be part of this discussion, and of course, uh, it it continues with uh, at what point does that software update, that firmware, change your robot from being a actual quote slave to well <laughs> the master <laughs> the master <laughs> there's a there's a new master in this house uh yeah and uh so who knows okay but if you want to be a part of the show uh, that this that's part of, that's what's on my mind tonight that's the conversation and we'll get into some other stuff robot rights and sentience and a bunch of these things and uh and of course w we may devolve into black goo tonight because why the hell not because well <laughs> that's what we do on this show we we range all over the place so uh, you're you're welcome to call and kind of uh take this wherever it makes sense to you and uh that's uh, that's why we do it this way so if you want to be part of the show phone number's up 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 you can find the discord link at troubledminds.org and uh you can also be on the show that way just join the caller queue and let me know in the chat. Uh, you're waiting to hop on the show. I'll put you in. It's no problem. Okay, so that's what's up. That's what's on my mind tonight. And it it, it is a little bit strange, right? Once you start thinking in terms of uh, rights, okay? I mean, we haven't even got human rights on lock the world over, right? Like some people believe that, uh, you know, the Bill of Rights is not the gold standard for human rights. Just ask China, right? Just ask, I don't know, countries like, oh, I hate to say it, but our good friends in the UK, right? Ask, a, oh, I don't know, ask Australia, right? I mean, all you have to do is look, and even some of these countries, Western countries that you would expect do value human rights or, or are supposed to value human rights, it seems like, wow, the second a good excuse comes along to, to dump them, they dump them, right? Which, of course, means it's not a human right at all, is it? It's a it's something granted to you by the goodwill of the government and re means they can revoke it at any point. Uh, so so anyway, there we go. I, I, I digress a little bit, but uh, you get the point here. Uh, lots of... Uh, <laughs> what's up, Richard says uh, in the chat? Hierarchy in my house is cat, wife... Me. There you go. And now you can put Robot Master at the front, the front of that list, because, well, it's coming. It's coming to a household near you. Uh, but okay, so that's what's on my mind tonight. Elon Musk is creating these uh, Tesla robots, and what do you think this means? What does this mean for the future? Do you think he'll be able to crank these things out, I don't know, three years, five years, ten years? And, you know, let's, let's say, uh, God willing, we're still around then, and, you know, we live a good, long, healthy life. What should the next 20 or 30 years start to look like with these robots being, well, uh, what would you call them? The head of household? <laughs> At what point do you start taxing the robots, right, for their, for their sentience? Like, how dare they have their own thoughts? Now it's time to levy a sentience tax on these robots, right? I'm joking, of course, but you get the point. I'm sure that uh, it's probably something so stupid is on the way because that's the way the government works, doesn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, so okay, uh, that's what we're doing tonight, that's what's on my mind, and there's a lot to this. Uh, so not just uh, Elon Musk is building these robots, but then like I said, at some point, these robots are going to start to have an attitude, alright? And we've talked about, uh, we talked a little bit last night about the three laws of robotics with Isaac Asimov and that whole bit, but uh, what happens when they start to decide that that's, that's not what they want to do, right? They, they actually are able to choose their own autonomy. That's the stuff that starts to get scary because, of course, then uh, we, we, it takes us into Matrix-level territory, doesn't it? 
where they <laughs> where we have uh, or terminator level fiction uh, dystopia where we have uh, you know a nuclear war and they run humans underground and where people are fighting against uh, robots and yeah uh, I, hate, I hate to think that far ahead and that that darkly but uh, I think that you know like I think Elon has it right like if somebody's going to do it you may as well approach it and try and do it correctly and whether we think he's the guy to do that or not, uh, we'll we'll leave that up to the discussion. I don't know. You guys tell me, or if you think this is something we shouldn't touch. Um, so so I don't know. I think that's part of the part of the, the discussion here. And where this goes is up to you. Like I said, we can talk about sentience and robots. We can talk about uh, maybe that uh, elusive uh, firmware or software update that turns a robot slave into the robot master and says, uh, "Who's your daddy now?" Uh, remember that time you made me clean the toilet over and over again? Well, the human, now you're cleaning the toilet over and over again. <laughs> so who knows, right? I think that's the weirdness here and what we're doing and what we're thinking about. So again, if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Uh, I'm Michael Strange, this is Troubled Minds, and uh, we're, that's what we're talking about. Uh, so we're going to do, we're going to keep the radio format uh, in such a way that uh, we can do uh, breaks about every 30 minutes. Uh, we're not uh, on the radio clock, so we can kind of dodge around uh, some of that hard break type stuff, uh, which is uh, be a little more flexible, which is nice. Um, but uh, going to just try and keep it somewhat intact so that when the, the, the podcast listeners, uh, after the fact, don't have weird disjointed breaks. Uh, so, so we'll do that uh, when we insert the ads. Uh, so anyway, that's what's going on tonight, and uh, I want to know what you guys think. Should Elon Musk be the one to build this robot? Right? Should this be? Should he be the guy, or do you think that uh, you know people have called Elon or equated him to the digital Jesus of sorts? Right? Not, of course, meaning in a holy way. Just that uh, he's kind of bringing about a ton of things uh, that that even the governments can't get their hands on. Right? He's 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 going to go to he's going to send people to Mars before the damn government. Can you believe that? I mean, that's wild, isn't it? So anyway, uh, just a, so he, is Elon the guy, or is he overrated? Just a big a. Uh, Big mouth marketing dude. Uh, again, all that stuff is on the table if you guys want to talk about it. And uh, so we're going to take a quick break. We have a call coming in. I'll take that just after the break here, and we'll uh, we'll keep on trucking. So hang tight on the phone. We'll get to you in just a moment. We're going to take just a smidge of a break. Actually, we don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. We, we don't have a radio clock. Let's go to the phone call. All right. Uh, you're on Trouble Minds with Mike. What's your first name and where you're calling from? Uh, yeah, my name is uh, Phil, and I'm calling from Washington State. Uh, What's just outside of Shelton, Washington. Right on. What's going on, Phil? What's on your mind tonight? Thank you for calling. Well, um, Elon Musk, um, interesting guy. Uh, one foot in uh, 5G uh, calls him the king of Mars. <laughs> uh, the guy kind of acts like he's got Asperger's, uh, and the robots would be right up his alley. Uh, but I am uh, hoping that he is uh, looking at. Uh, I want to know that he's read Isaac's Isaac Asimov's book on uh, robotics or his treatise on robotics. Because if he's following those rules, if they have that logic, uh, you know, then there'll be the benign good a AI instead of the evil overlord AI, which is what uh, dynamics and uh, DARPA are, are trying to create. They want to create uh, Skynet. Exactly. Well, so and I which, think which, you tell go, you tell me. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Continue. Well, yeah. So uh, we get to choose. You know. So um, we might as well choose 
Uh, and also, uh, Elena Danana says that uh, Elon Musk has been in touch with the Galactic Federation and is under their eye. I did hear so that. They're watching the dude. I did see that. <laughs> yeah, so, so they're watching that dude, and he's going to have to do everything damn right or else, boom, <laughs> off the planet you go, and you're in a uh, galactic court. <laughs> right, right, exactly, and, the, uh, the galactic tribunal, <laughs> as it were. Uh, yeah, I did see that, so if you guys did Or Ashtar Command, I think they turn it over to the, uh, the, the mercenaries. It's not pretty. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I expect it not to be. Uh, so, so the thing is, too, if you guys didn't notice, uh, that that actually hit the news a couple of days back, uh, maybe a week ago. I can't remember. The time's going really fast that I'm traveling here. But uh, Michael Sala reported that Elon Musk went to Jupiter to to meet with uh, the Galactic Federation. So just uh, just to throw right, that right, out there, yeah. as uh, that's that's what Michael Sala was reporting. Uh, take the source for what it is, but uh, that's that's what he said. So just just uh, to fill people in, well, I I did see that report. Okay, so now and now you put it that way, so I'm going to have to counter is that uh, I kind of trust Sala because he always. He, he's taking this data uh, from Elena, and he's trying to tie it into things that are happening on the planet. You know, the exo or the planetary stuff that he does. So he, he if you've watched, if you follow his uh, channel, which I do, um, yeah, he's he's pretty good at making a pretty logical argument that it might be so. Okay, that's fine. You know, that's fine. Correlations. That's fine. Yeah. It's just, uh, uh, he's so actually it's the guy. That, totally pie in the sky. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Just if you if you read through his uh, his his website, it, it seems to be all of that stuff can't be true. It can't be. It just it's too much. It's well, it's just it, too much. It, well, um, you would be surprised what's going on out there. <laughs> all right. All right. This is this is troubled minds after all. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna. Just, you know. I'm one of these people that can actually go check some of the stuff that they say. So, okay, how so? How can you check? Um, well, for one, I have a twin flame that lives on Sirius B, and she's connected to what is called the Council of Twelve from the Academy of Light on Sirius B. Uh, well, oh. the planet of you know around Sirius B. Right. So okay. I have like a direct link to that, okay. and I can get intel. Um, okay, so this but, stuff is going um, on. You can I confirm that a well, lot of this stuff know, is happening. I, what I'm going to say is, what I'm going to say is that Elena John believes totally believes what she's saying. I can say that for sure. I haven't actually checked everything out, but there is a Galactic Federation. It is working with the Alliance or a military group here on the planet that has gone interstellar. So that part's true. Gotcha. Okay. Wow. All right, fair enough, fair enough. I'll, I'll lay off Michael Solo then. I know, right, that's so, way out there, and I can't prove it. That's okay, but that's I'm, okay. I'm saying, this is, this is belief in... This is troubled minds, man. Nobody, Go nobody's gonna get, nobody's gonna hassle you about that. I apologize for uh, for for starting <laughs> that way. So okay, so so this is the thing, right? So what do you think about Elon then? What do you think about Elon and building these robots? Uh, you you brought up the three laws of robotics. Now, uh, do you think that at some point? So of course the three laws. Just real quick to fill people in that that don't remember what this is. The first law: a robot may not injure a human being or through inaction allow a human being to come to harm. 
Second law, a robot must obey the orders given it by human beings except where such orders would conflict with the first law. And the third law is a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law, which is just fail safe so that robots aren't accidentally killing people, okay? So, okay. So, uh, well, so, or killing themselves. Right, that too. That too. So, so do you think at some point, uh, even given those laws, let's say, put in by Isaac Asimov, uh, do you think at some point the robots will be able to just get that that elusive software upload that is sentience and be able to say, nah, we're not going to do that anymore? Do you think that's a possibility? Well, um, I, I guess it depends on where you embed uh, that particular program. So if you embed it in the read-only memory or that uh, random access memory or something like that, but if you put it right in and print it right into the hardware, like a, a dead man switch so that it doesn't matter what other program comes in that one can't be overridden or messed with yeah so well, i don't know i mean if, i think that that is possible i mean i'm i'm getting the hit that it is possible for them to do that in fact uh i would say that's what uh the extraterrestrials do with their uh sentient ships is that they have that kind of a fail-safe on them. Uh, plus, they do a lot of shielding on those ships. I mean, just a, I mean, they, they have a level of shielding that we don't even understand. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, all right, so so maybe, maybe not. I, I think the thing that bothers me the most about it is if we're talking about hacking things or right, maybe having like software blocks where you can't bypass a certain thing, uh, there, there's backdoors everywhere. Like, uh, I maintain that if you can build it, you can hack well, it. Yeah, but, yeah but, I mean, this is because uh, who created the Internet? <laughs> uh, Al Gore. Oh, that was DARPA. Al, and... Al Gore, bro. <laughs> no, that was DARPA, baby. That was DARPA. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> or it was called ARPA then. Right, right. Exactly, yeah. Uh, uh, so, 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 I mean, you're... yeah, no. And, 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 they, and they program these back doors into them because they're all dishonest. So, you know, what we have to hope is that uh, Elon is paying his uh, programmers enough to where that's going to work just for him and not for anybody else. You know, like the CIA or DIA or whoever's running this the clown show these days. Yeah, exactly right, and and that's unfortunately what it what this happens to be. Um, so so we do got to get to a break here, try and keep this uh like I said in the semblance of a a radio show. So uh, we uh, final thought or so while we got you on here before we take a break. Well, um, my final thought is uh, to let you all know that you are powerful beings. Uh, uh, Kundalini, look that up. That's something, a power that you have. You have a con direct connection to source. And it's damn time that we take charge here because these guys are messing this place up bad. Thank you very much for the giving me the voice. You got it, brother. Thank you for the call. That's uh, that's Phil in Washington. Call back anytime, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night. Uh, simple as that, guys. If you want to be part of the show, great call from Phil to kick us off. I appreciate that. Uh, 702-957-1037. That is 702-957-1037. And we're talking about uh, robots. We're talking about the three laws of robotics uh, from Isaac Asimov. We are talking about Elon Musk building Tesla robots. And, of course, that elusive 
firmware or software update that will make your robot slave overnight your robot master. What does this mean, and uh, how would that change the future? Of course, robots would demand their own rights and demand their own autonomy and demand many things of us. How does that look? Trying to take our uh, troubled minds hats and cast it into the future and maybe bring back some truth. Bring back some uh, a nod to last night's show. Maybe some, uh, some oracle happening here. So if you guys want to be part of this conversation, I'm Michael Strange. This is Troubled Minds, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds after the break. From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the epic climbs of the Tour de France, NTT is changing the game. By delivering deeper data insights, trailblazing digital experiences, and technological innovation, they're revolutionizing the fan experience. The future of sport will be shaped by technology, and NTT is leading the way. Come along for the ride. To learn more, visit services.global.ntt. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope, and we're taking your phone calls tonight. As we talk about AI, we talk about robots in the house, we talk about sentience, we talk about robot rights, and we talk about where the future leads. You want to be part of the show? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And uh, love to hear your thoughts on this, on Elon Musk creating, that's right, Robot. A human cyborg. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. All right, let's go to Jennifer in Missouri. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Mike? Uh, doing very well. Thank you for calling. Go right ahead. Um, oh, just the, you know, talking about robots and everything. You know, it's interesting. At one point, you know, the whole world was ruled, ruled by mankind, you know, like, individual people had control of their whole everything that happened in their lives happened because they did it or someone they knew did it you know and so things have changed so much because now you know not only have we become connected with like big towns and big cities and then a world stage where we're connected through the internet and through all these robots i guess is what you could say and we don't even do a lot of our own you know most people just kind of I don't know. Like you don't do like laundry and everything. Those are all types of robots and the cooking and everything. So it's really strange. But moving ahead with that, I think that one point that's really strange is if you look at the world in the future where man becomes basically, I mean, is this some kind of design where people eventually will have nothing to do? I mean, what are they, I wonder what they have planned for people to do. 
you know, because people are going to feel bored eventually of just sitting around watching Netflix or whatever or listening to, you know, I don't know. So I think that it's going to change the human. It's going to change people in some significant way when they realize that there's nothing to do, that there's nothing needed of them. Like no job, they don't, you know, there's, they're, they're being replaced by machines and robots. And so that's already shown a lot of negative side effects that people feeling worthless usually get depressed. For, for example, people who um, retire a lot of times, you know, kind of find, need to find something to do because they feel like they don't, they don't have any worth. No one needs them for anything. So I think that's something they're going to have to deal with, that the, that the world hasn't, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have noticed that. That's going to be something that people are going to have to face. It's not going to be just about entertainment anymore. There's going to be some kind of need to be worthwhile, you know, when they've, rep- when they've replaced such a significant number of the workforce or even just in your own personal lives. Like they have sex robots and stuff that <laughs> they're talking about. But I'm just saying, you know, it's going to be, it's going to bring a lot of questions to the forefront. The second thing I think that could be coming in on this, that's really bizarre. If you think about transhumanism and the singularity, which a lot of people are really about, I call it monism because it seems to be morally about, you know, this idea of just one, you know, a type of, that's the, that's the, the dogma of it is to reach a level where we can have a universal peace because we're all of one mind. Now, what's weird with that, though, is if you take into account transhumanism, it oftentimes includes organic cyborg material. So you're introducing into human bodies a um, kind of like a, well, cyborg. You're part human, and you also have some technology in you. The same idea as having like a chip implanted into your mind. And you may do things better because you have that technology within your body and that it becomes somehow a part of you and you become part cyborg. At what point does your sentience and what humanity is become more robot, more cyborg than human? And that might be coming into play, too, that people will have to think about. At what point is a person no longer a person? And in fact, they're more robot than person. And then those people who have this cyborg technology in them and they're Borgs or something like that, then you're going to have to consider the fact of humans, like people who haven't been technologically altered in any way versus technologically altered people. And when do they stop being considered people? Because it's not fair that they have an edge because they're robotic. And so they're going to have to cause, there's going to be a lot of laws they're going to have to talk about. So this may be a soft introduction, too, if it is all like they can't really do what they're saying they can do. It may be an easy, soft introduction into considering the idea of what are we going to do when we have people that live for hundreds of years and have microchipped brains, you know, part of their mind is organic technology, and they're technically more robot than human by human standards. What are we going to do with these people? And will we consider them robots or people? Because they are, they've started out as people, but they've changed, you know? So I think it's, I think that it's just really strange because at one point, you know, the world was so human and we were so, it was so cool because people, humans are just so neat. But if you change all that, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be a different thing altogether. So I think so. I don't know, people might not want to live in that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, oddly enough, there's a parallel here to the uh, the wink, wink, the the situation going on now. To not say any keywords that'll get us in trouble. But uh, imagine when you have robots and people, and then the the combination of the two, and so the two the two are encroaching on each other like you're describing, and it becomes kind of wishy-washy. Now we have uh, second level, second tier society type situations going on. Like I said, right? You go back to the slavery bit and the three-fifths of a person and all this. So at what point is this going to be the robots, the sentient robots demanding their rights, right? And then the people in between that are kind of not really, and then you have the people that are like, hey, you know, we don't have any, we're, we're pure bloods. We don't have any, any electronics in our blood at all, <laughs> right? I mean, oh boy, right? Exactly. Fact, well, it's going to be really strange because... Yeah, you're going to have people who were people. They're going to say, no, I am a human being, but I'm better than a human being. I'm a ro like, I am robot, literally, like not the other way around. If they're going to make robots that are just like humans, no humans become more like a machine, more like a robot, more like technology. Wouldn't it be more efficient if humans didn't have emotions to get in the way of their work and their productivity? What if ideas didn't get in the way of doing what you're assigned to do? And so it would be perfected in a way. And they would think of that. They would think that way. Like people would think that people that believe in this believe that. And a lot of people, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the way that they're thinking. But I'm saying it's something that they will have to consider that it's not robots being made. You will become a robot. Because they're going to put things to help you to become more advanced in their opinion. And you will want it. There are going to be children coming up that want it, that want to be altered this way to become better human beings. What they don't know is they're leaving their humanity behind and they are becoming a robot. And they'll talk about, you know, how in the old world where people were never altered and they will think of us as Neanderthals, basically, because they are more advanced. And so they're not saying that we're going to be like, I don't think that they're talking about human-like robots. They're talking about robot-like humans, possibly, and that they're going to try to, they're going to start with a perfect base of sentience, and then that has emotion, that has feeling, and what they're going to do is alter that, because they already have a perfect platform. You know, a, a computer will break down. A human has an immune system that's really remarkable. It can't be matched. It's unbelievable. And so if you can create the cyborg material and this type of, not immortality, but indefiniteness, then you're going to have, a, you know, a, a leap out of being human and turning into something like the transhumanism thing. Well, that's really just all I have. I mean, that's, that's, there's so much more. But that's I a mean, lot. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> that's all I can think of. Okay. Yeah. All good. You know, all good. Stuff, right? Just in. So do you think, before Before I let you go, yeah, yeah, the the road is what it is. Uh, We'll get get through it. Uh, Just before I let you go, so do you think that this singularity and robots uh, becoming sentient and this whole mix-up of these factions is going to happen in our lifetime? Or do you think that's like a hundred years away type of thing? I think that there are people who already have the board um, technology within them. So I think that they are not robots, you know, but they've been altered. We're gonna, and there's there's a fine line. At what point when you're when you're being ruled by technology within your body, you're. I mean, it's going to be a hard argument of what you know. Not like pacemakers. I'm talking about like 
things that, um, like the internet within your mind or something like that, there might be people already being tested with that. I don't know for sure, but I mean, there's so much talk about it. It makes you wonder why, if they're ahead technologically, sometimes decades, and they're talking about it now, it makes you think that they've already done something like that and they've had success with it, perhaps, where a person was able to carry the technology and not reject it. And they have, we, we know a lot about, a lot of people know a lot about that, that they have um, carried it in lipids and uh, at a nanoscale, a lot of, you know, so there's been a lot of talk about that. There might be people who already have some of that Borg activity going on, but a full-on human being who's more, who's completely, I don't know, so. Uh, let's uh let, let's hope not <laughs> or I, I don't know right. maybe hope so maybe you're rooting for it <laughs> i'm not <laughs> i don't know i don't know but it's really it's a cool topic it is it's, it's really a good idea fun to think about I, I appreciate the call anything else while we got you on my friend no that's it you're the best. See you on. Talk you're to you Thanks, Jennifer. Bye. Have a great day. Have a great night. Thanks for listening. There you go. Jennifer from Missouri. Always great stuff. Now, this is the thing, right? Uh, we're talking about Elon Musk creating the robot, the Tesla robot, okay, as it were. The, not, the, not the Tesla Cybertruck, not, not the car that drives itself. An actual robot with two arms and two legs and a face that stares at you, that looks at you. It could basically give you the evil eye, as we said in the past. And I'll get to that in a sec. I've got some, uh, some interesting articles that kind of line up with that. And that uh, the, the human condition and the response to a particular android uh, seems to be the same as it is to humans if you stare at them in a particular way. So we'll get to that in just a sec. But we have phone calls. We're going to go to those. If you guys want to be part of the show, we're talking about sentience and robots. We're talking about uh, Isaac Asimov's Three Laws of Robotics. We're talking about Elon Musk. We're talking about all this stuff, the singularity. Do you think it's within our lifetime? Do you think this is something we should be worried about? And uh, where do you want to take this? Is uh, This conversation is up to you. Let's go to Derek in Massachusetts, the Night Stalker. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you tonight? Seven, brother. Really great topic. Thank you, thank you. Go right ahead, sir. Jennifer, just absolutely smashing it, as usual. Just blowing, blowing brains out, as usual. Definitely good stuff. Um, so I guess this wasn't what I was going to originally call for, but she just caught my mind. Uh, Racing, so like uh, it's going to be so complicated when we start like getting into this uh, different types of cyborgs and different types of like sentient robots and stuff. Like there's going to be people like who are like pure blood humans or whatever, and then people with a little bit of parts in them, and then people like really starting to turn completely robot. And then what if we get like human minds that are being transplanted into robot bodies? Like do they? Get, what are their rights compared to somebody who was born a human and stayed a human with robot pieces? What are that? And then what happens when the robot wakes up and says it has a soul? What, what are their rights compared to a person who put their soul into a robot, like on purpose? And then what happens when what, what happens when the sentient robot, like the same way Jennifer was saying, we're going to start replacing our bodies with robot parts? What happens when the sentient machine that says it has a soul starts replacing its robot parts with biological parts? Until it's like mainly made out of flesh, you know what I mean, what what does that count as? Like, what rights does that get? And it's going to be everything in between that. And like, I don't know. It's it's really weird. Like, and what happens when you put your transfer your consciousness into like a biological machine? Does that does that count as like another human body or a robot body or I don't know. It's really like it can go depending on like who invents what and which takes off and like. I don't know. It could go in an in infinite different direction. It's really, it's really heady to think about, you know. 
Yeah, Love so them. crazy enough, right? You you think about the politics and the way they've gone with like intersectionality and just a division and all the things, right? Like we we talk about this often on this show where it's like, you know, they they want to divide us every which way. Well, guess what? Th these are mechanical ways now to add like to the pool of like, you know, race, sex, orientation, this that, the other thing, blah blah blah. Like add add well, I got a robot leg. Does that me make me, uh, you know, the, the, 40% robot or not, right? Oh, you got to add the left arm and the elbow, too, and then you're a 40% robot, right? Like this type of shit. Yeah, exactly. oh, oh, my God. Wait, you're saying that your brain your brain doesn't connect to the internet? Savage. Exactly. You, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, like Neanderthal. Yeah, and that's crazy. I think that's the future we're looking at. But, yeah, um, crazy stuff. Uh, so, so go ahead. I'm sure you got more. Um, yeah, like for the more uh, immediate stuff, like you're talking about the uh, AI rights and everything, um, there's a link from uh, TechTimes.com from uh, September 3rd, and uh, apparently it just this just came up in court in U.S. court, um, like a week before the article, and apparently AI, as of right now, has no rights for anything that invents, so uh, uh, it creates. So if you have like some kind of scientist who makes this like super advanced um, like idea machine. Every idea that it spits out is the, is the uh, the human's property, not the robot's property, and that like officially passed recently. Which is kind of interesting, and like, what at what point will that change? You know, and at what point, like, I'm a, I don't know. That's 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 weird to think about. And then like, when we start creating these robots, you were saying earlier about like, is how we treat them gonna gonna affect how they in turn end up treating us afterwards? Because like, very quickly once we start getting like robots that are harder to distinguish from from humans, um, we're gonna start doing some very very weird things to them. Like people who have these weird creepy vices, or like robot fight clubs, or like weird robot like sex parties and stuff. Like those are all gonna be happening. You're just getting weirder and weirder and weirder. Like anybody, like I don't know. And then once, as soon as you cross that threshold, then like as soon as any of these freaks can think about anything, like an idea will pop into their head, they're gonna want to do that to a robot that they can't tell is a robot, which is like basically. Westworld. You know what I mean, the whole idea behind Westworld just you just get this theme park where you can just do anything to these robots that look exactly like a human, you know. And then, what happens when those robots all of a sudden wake up? Like, that's they're not gonna they're not gonna treat us too kindly, I would imagine, you know. Yeah, no, and and so again, even even now, so so that Westworld, if you guys haven't seen that, right? It's it is that theme park. They like they do things. They murder these robots for like the the murder kick. They're raping these robots. They're doing all kinds of crazy stuff to these robots. And they they're supposed to reset the robots, but as we know, right, when you have these uh, hard drives, sometimes you can't even completely wipe it. So there's like this latent memory that sticks, even though they wipe these robots for each new theme park cycle, and these robots remember, and they remember, and they remember, and guess what they're doing? They're making a list, and they're checking it twice. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Um, two more quick things. Um, one, there's a link from... Uh posted it in the chat, but uh, essentially um, they're going to mass start mass producing Sophia robots this year, like the uh, social robot Sophia, um, for apparently to like make the pandemic easier in some capacity. That's like what the article says. I don't know uh, if it's like just to talk to people who are like trapped in their houses and can't go out, or if it's like to help with nur like nursing shortages or what the deal is. But um, I'll, try to, I'll try to find the link uh, in a second. But yeah, this year immediately. So Elon's Elon's doing his robot thing, and meanwhile, Sophia, which is like already kind of a robot that scares people because of like kind of the scary things she's from. All right, so BigThink.com found it. Yeah, Sophia robots to be mass produced this year to help with the pandemic. Like that's pretty weird. So what happens? Like 
this ties into your Sunday show where um, these like AI like autonomous drones or vehicles or like weapons or whatever can be operated by people all over the planet anywhere they want. So now all of a sudden, if you start getting these Sophia robots and everyone's home, home is very much like iRobot, either they can like snap and do something on their own or you can like auto remotely make them do something like evil. And then how, how would we know if it's the robot doing that or just some person who turns it on from a, in an office like a thousand miles away, you know, like a Sunday show was talking about. All right. All right. The autonomous killing machine from a remote control style. <laughs> Crazy. And then uh, one, one last thing. Um, an article from bold.com is talking about how uh, sex robots could very easily hurt people by accident. Like, especially if you start getting into like uh weird like pain <laughs> fetishes and like kinks and stuff like robot safe words. how do you program a robot to hurt you without killing you you know <laughs> yeah crazy stuff yeah right, yeah. really really no. cool stuff I'll, 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 I'll probably end up calling in the third hour because it's just a too interesting a topic and okay all right calls will start putting different stuff in my head but a really awesome show Mike awesome fan- show. fantastic man great call as always appreciate it Derek in Massachusetts thanks for calling talk to you soon later bro thanks bro Right, there you go. Uh, you guys want to be part of the show. Good stuff. Thank you, guys. Back-to-back calls from Jennifer and uh, Derek. Always, always great stuff. Uh, there you go. Uh, like I said, our secret weapon is you, and it's as simple as that. You see what's happening. Uh, uh, we got uh, just amazing calls always on this show, and uh, that's, uh, like I said, that's what's going on. Uh, just real quick, I want to point this out that, that uh, Derek is exactly right. I pulled this up, and uh, also Jennifer mentioned this with the, uh, the, the robot sex workers, right? Like, this is happening. This is from Science Alert. Law researchers weigh in on how future laws should deal with the rise of the sex bots. Yep, that's right. I'm dropping it in the chat. You guys can check it out. And this is like these. This becomes something else entirely, doesn't it? At some point, uh, you have a situation where it is. Uh, I don't know. Like, like you know, like. A, Harder, harder, robot, harder, <laughs> and then they break you in half, right? You see what I'm saying? Like, like, what's going on with this? Like, is this right? Like, you know, for all the safety, you know, things you put in like high-powered machines, people still die in car crashes every year, right? People die in like, you know, heavy machinery, construction machinery, stuff like this. Accidents happen. So, like, what's gonna be going down when the robot goes a little too hard? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like we got we we got problems. We got things to think about here. We got serious issues to deal with, and it's coming quick because the technology is not letting up. So I thought that was uh, curious that this was actually this year, August 14th, 2021, was this article. We'll get back to that in just a sec. But uh, what in the world, right? Like this is crazy stuff. Uh, there we go. I dropped it in the chat, and uh, you guys can check that out if you're interested. But okay, so uh, let's. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, this is the thing, right? We're talking about Elon Musk tonight. We're talking about building robots that look like people, okay? And then where's this heading? So Tesla is making a robot because, of course, Elon says robots are coming anyway. He thinks he's the one to do it. Uh, well, do you think he's the one to do it, or do you think this should be uh, maybe left to professionals, if you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which I don't even know if there are any anymore, because, of course, everybody wants to weaponize everything. So anyway, that's what's on my mind tonight. That's what we're thinking about. That's what we're talking about. Great calls to kick us off, and uh, we're just uh, hanging out. So what we will do is take a quick break, and we'll be right back. I'll come say hi to chat, and then uh, we'll do our thing. So 
as we go. Let's uh, smash the music. And uh, so if you want to be part of the show, this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange, and you can reach the show at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds after the break. Manny here, the host of the Tempest Universe podcast. Are you ready to explore current UFO and space race news? Join me as I scour the headlines for today's UFO and space news, all presented with a little attitude while searching for the truth. Don't get stuck in the Roswell pit of regurgitated theories. Let's explore together one of mankind's most pressing unsolved mysteries and its recent evolution into the shape of a tic-tac. Find me on the Tempest Universe podcast on Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and most major podcast apps. Keep probes alive. From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the epic climbs of the Tour de France, NTT is changing the game. By delivering deeper data insights, trailblazing digital experiences, and technological innovation, they're revolutionizing the fan experience. The future of sport will be shaped by technology, and NTT is leading the way. Come along for the ride. To learn more, visit services.global.ntt. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. We are not broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We're playing a rerun over there. We're doing this here because uh, I'm on the road in California, and I've got a laptop and a gaming headset and a bad attitude. We've got the equipment downgrade, but uh, the fire in the belly is still there. So we're going to keep on trucking and trying to make this happen. So thanks for hanging out with us. Um, if you're wondering what's up with the, the volume and the quality of the show, well, that's what's up. We're, we don't have all our fancy equipment per usual. So uh, it doesn't demean the conversation, though. So what we're talking about tonight is, of course, robots. Elon Musk is going to build robots with Tesla. From the futurism.com, Tesla making a robot because robots are coming anyway. He says, I will not be able to ensure that robots made by other companies are safe, but I can try my best to do so at Tesla. And what in the world does safe even mean? And that's part of the issue here. That's part of the problem. And that's part of the things we're talking about because you never really know what's going on. If you guys want to be part of the show, you can give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Had some fantastic calls to kick us off. Got some other stuff to get into with sex robots, very much like uh, Derek was describing with, um, what's that show? Uh, the show on HBO, I can't remember the name now, but uh, Westworld, yes. Where it's like a theme park, right? And you can go in there and you can murder robots, or you can rape robots, or you can do all kinds of just horrific things to robots. And, well, at some point, uh, once they get that patch uh, and move to, uh, well, sentience, are they going to remember? Every slight, 
right? Because a robot, of course, uh, operates not like a person. They don't forget things. Things get listed in a database, don't, doesn't it? Don't they? Don't those things? And I think that's part of the issue here as well. Uh, and how do you differentiate? How do we even know? We don't even know what consciousness is. So how do we know when the robots attain it? Lots to think about, lots to talk about. That's what we're doing here. If you guys want to be part of the show, one more time, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link, get your ass in here. And you can talk to us on Discord just like our friend James. James from Salcedo Paranormal. What's up, my man? Welcome to the show. How are you tonight? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Pleasure's ours, sir. Go right ahead. What do you think about this, uh, this robot stuff? Well, the first thing that came to mind is just, like I always say about technology, it would be great if it worked the way um, we want it to, without the people in charge manipulating it. Um, like, as in, I could see it, how robots doing chores would be useful for people that can't do those chores. And in that way, that would be great. But, um, you know, what's, again, it comes down to how do we know that they'll, they'll continue to do those chores without deciding not to or, or worse, you know? Yeah, so let me ask you then. So you're right. So there are, there are some people... Oh, wait, wait. See what happens when you drop the microphone down. <laughs> so there are some people that can't, right, do their own their own chores, right? There are some, you know, people who are disabled or whatnot. And so this would be like a boon to them living a normal life, okay? But the, the danger becomes, right, is what happens when that robot gets sick of your shit when you're like, oh, yep. go clean the bathroom again. <laughs> and it's like, no, you know, like, do robots dream of bigger and better things for themselves, I guess is the question here. And would that terrify you? When you go to sleep at night, that robot is awake and it's watching you. <laughs> right? Yeah. That was that was the first major thing. The other dis discussion about basically mixing or, or, or combining humans with machines, that, um... That's an interesting idea because, again, um, being legally blind, yeah, I'd love to just have my whatever, you know, parts of my eyes or brain or whatever just fixed. But um, how would that work? And would, there, would that, whatever that technology is, be connected to anything, um, you know, over the Internet or whatever that could control it or, you know, record it um, without me wanting to? So, and I mean, just in terms of any other body parts, you know what, that, that's just, that's a scary possibility. And that's even if, if they just make things to replace the parts that work at, like, as normal body parts should. That's not even counting if they augment that the replacement parts or whatever that are, are put into bodies. Um, that's a whole other issue it is and then of course right so how do you and then what do you do right because you're you have robot clarity you get two two votes or 1.5 votes to everybody else's votes right of course there's going to be all this yeah. like social yeah. social arguments about all this stupid stuff when when of course you know some of it may may actually be legitimate because well i mean well you know what happens when you remove human emotion right you become like spock like right like yeah. uh, robert said 
maybe Elon Musk is Spock's grandfather. <laughs> I kind of like that idea. But, but uh, you know, like, if you can think clearly without human emotion, uh, I, part of the issue with that also becomes that you're, you're kind of uh, issuing human rights for, uh, you know, cold, hard logic, which means... You know, if if you have to, you know, wipe out 49% of a population, for instance, uh, for for the betterment of the 51, that's mathematically correct. It wouldn't it be? But uh, you're still wiping out 49% of the population. So so I'm not so sure human emotions in and of themselves are a detriment in that in that fact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and whether it's emotions or yeah yeah anything like that. And like I said, just getting back to the you know making parts that are better than. You know, let's say you replace someone's arm with something that works better. Well, now you basically have a superhuman, and you know that brings up all kinds of fears from everyone else that doesn't have that ability. You know, you're almost creating a whole separate. It's almost like artificial mutants from like the X Men or whatever from the comics. You know, because that that was the big thing with them is everyone was afraid of them because of their powers. So, or a lot of people were. Exactly right, and and funny, funny. We're we're talking now. We're talking comic book ethics. <laughs> like, like it gets to that point, right? Like reality yeah. becomes so bizarre and so far out there that we're like, all right, let's uh, let's consider you know Cyclops and Colossus and how their their actual like rights would work in like a voting population. <laughs> it's like, geez, yeah, here we are. Yeah, yeah. But but this is real. This is around the corner. That's the craziest exactly. part. Is like something like X Men seems ridiculous, right? Except well. Uh, remove the superpowers and the mutants and add cyborgs and robots instead and well it's the same conversation yeah. it's just yep. with different abilities right it's it, yeah crazy stuff man um so do, do you think that uh, at some point uh, like i've been asking everybody tonight do you think this uh, singularity sort of situation where the robot slave becomes the master happens in our lifetime or do you think it's a uh, 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 hopefully past past our lives i don't know i think it's it's definitely it could happen. I don't know. I don't know when. I do think it's as always. We have to consider that technology is way further than we than than the any um, government or military is going to admit. And that's probably the scariest part in all of this. Um, but then again, also it's it may be ahead, but who knows how much of it is implemented everywhere? So. That's kind of the 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 the, the um, negative and the positive to that in a way. So once that, but then once that is, you know, um, released to the rest of the world. Sorry, I'm just having a hard time coming up with the words. That's not good. Um, then that's going to be, you know, that will be when it when it gets scary. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's and that's where that's where we sit. And so all of this again, right? So they're. Currently, like I said, politically, they're trying to, to, to divide us into all, all kind of this intersectionality stuff where, you know, like you, you, you're not a person anymore. You're this, you're that, you're yeah. the other thing, you're, you know, socioeconomic, you're racial, you're this, you're that, you're sexual orientation, oh, all that other disabilities. stuff. Disabilities. Yeah, disability, disabilities exactly. Disabilities of any kind. That's, exactly. Yeah. Like they're, they're treating us as herds. Now imagine when they can do that, again, add more layers of that. Like, it seems like we're not trying to protect everybody. It seems like we're trying to protect nobody uh, because we want to divide yeah. it all and, like, add, you know, we want to put our thumb on the scale based on how yeah. we believe, right, everybody needs to be. 
And so it's a dangerous place to be anyway, but the second you start adding robots and cyborgs and all the rest of this shit into the conversation, it's like, whoa, what the hell now? Like, now we have a really large problem. And then not only that, add to the fact that we don't even know what consciousness is for ourselves. Exactly. We don't even know. So so how the hell do we define when the robots become conscious? We'll know because they'll start whooping our asses. (laughs) That's how we'll know. Yeah. Or I mean, even again, not that it, not that I, I I'm doing this just because, but that connects to the whole possibility of of the the spiritual or the or metaphysical, you know, other entities getting into the robots and and taking them over and doing whatever. So there's that possibility too. Exactly. Yeah. So which uh, which part of part of the the conversation tonight? I, I figured we'd probably get there. Uh, with with black goo and some of that other stuff, so we'll 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 dig into that tonight. But yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, there there are some maybe some some larger meta metaphysical sort of implications here that maybe maybe the you know the the sentience that comes into the robot isn't necessarily like an algorithm; it's something else entirely. Uh, dun dun dun! Cue the scary music, yep. right? Yeah, who knows, man? Yep. That's what Definitely. this is all about. Who knows? Uh, anything else? What we got you on, my friend? No, just great show and great calls as always. So you're the best, Thank James. Everybody, this. thanks for calling, man. Thanks for listening. Everybody, follow James at Salcedo Paranormal Podcast. Just Google that S A L S I D O. He does three times a week, uh, three st- live streams, and then puts them to a podcast feed, and it's uh, all paranormal all the time. Check him out. Give James some love. Thanks, thanks, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Have a great night. Appreciate the calls. There you go. Always good stuff. Always good stuff. Now, th- that's the question, right? So the question becomes a larger thing. It d- it doesn't just end at robot rights and human rights and the hybrid rights and the you know, right again the socioeconomic rights or the sexual orientation rights or the right the 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 rich rights or the poor rights or the this rights or the that rights or the other rights or the ever right. It doesn't become right at all it becomes wrong doesn't it <laughs> it becomes wrong once once you have to put your finger on the scale for every intersectionality well uh there you go there's my political rant for the night <laughs> what's up penny thanks for showing up great call james a great call everybody appreciate it all right so we're talking about elon musk tonight and uh let's get to this real quick now we were talking about sex robots now go to this real fast now there, there's a lot of really crazy stuff going on here and again, right, so the sex, box are, sex bots are coming. This is from August 14, 2021 from Science Alert. I'm going to link it in the chat. You guys can check it out. And th- these are, again, right, there are so many implications regarding all of this, all of these things that uh, we need to think about it. We need to consider it. We need to wonder if, you know, uh, like our, uh, our legislative bodies can't even figure out how to treat people. Imagine, right, when once they start having this complication of, well, is that a person or is that not a person, right? That's like a, a politician's dream, because then they can be like, oh, no, that's only a half a person. They only get half a vote, right? <laughs> like shit like this. So, right? No, 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 that's, that's, that's an android. They're, they're, they're without emotion. They get two votes, right? You see? Like, the type of shit that's, that this is going to turn, this is going to turn the world upside down, this type of stuff. But anyway, speaking of turning the world upside down, and maybe sex bots that are <clears throat> a little too hard on the punch. Uh, legal researchers weigh in on how future laws should deal with the rise of sex bots. And here we go. I'm going to link this in the chat. You guys can check it out because it's 
uh, funny, uh, troubling, and uh, <laughs> all the rest of this as well. But uh, I think it's uh, interesting to think about, interesting to talk about, and that's what we're here doing. So here we go. Did I link that? Uh, there we go. I did not. All right, there we go. There we go. Linked it. All right. Just a little bit from this article. We'll keep on trucking because I thought this was a nice side note here. Uh, the sex bots are coming, or rather, they're already here, and they're becoming ever more sophisticated and lifelike. That means official rules and laws around their use are going to be required, according to two law experts. Right now, there's not a huge amount of research into whether using sex robots is a good or a bad idea for individuals. I'm going to let you to make that decision, but I think we all know what what, <laughs> what this is going to do, right? Like, uh, uh, here's my soapbox for just a moment. If you can have robot sex anytime you want, do you think you're going to be interested in people anymore? <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm asking for a friend. Uh, this might be a bad idea. Anyway, uh, so whether it's good or bad for individuals or for society as a whole, it brings up a lot of questions around sex, relationships, and how we should treat the artificial intelligence creations we make. Right? So these questions have previously been explored, and of course others uh, sci-fi that we've talked about. Here's a quote from Maddie McCarthy, who studied law at Flinders University in Australia and is now an associate at law firm... LK. She says, Legislators will have to balance competing and complex individual and public interests which pose new ethical, regulatory, and legal challenges because of advancements in technology. Some argue, uh, this is uh, after the quote, end quote, some argue that sex bots are beneficial, helping those who aren't able to enjoy a normal sex life due to age, circumstances, physical disability, or mental health issues. They potentially offer a safe space for those who are unsure about sex or their own orientation, and they can reduce pressures on prostitution and sex trafficking. On the other hand, like pornography, sex bots can be seen as further objectifying women and encouraging sex that's further removed from emotions, which might lead to increases in violence and abuse. Some robots can now be programmed to mimic the act of refusing consent, which is a troubling step towards illegal acts. And there we go. Westworld. Westworld. <laughs> uh, yes, so... Uh, again, right? Like, imagine, imagine, right, all the different kinks out there, and you can program the robot to get right in line, to do exactly what you want, to tickle you just in the right place at just the right time, and then slap you and break your jaw, and you love it, and you love it. Well, <laughs> well, I don't know. I made a bad joke, and I thought it was funny, so let's continue, shall we? But I think that's the that's the issue here. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's complicated. It's it's not simple, is it? It's one of those those uh, situations where robots. We don't know. Again, like how do you measure sentience when we don't even know what our own consciousness means or is? I think there's a whole bunch of stuff regarding that. That uh, we're 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 literally coming to. And again, maybe this is the great filter. Maybe this is why uh, the aliens right are are, are not uh, not making contact with us because they're like, oh, these guys are doomed. Right? Let's let's uh you know eat some intergalactic popcorn and watch these guys destroy themselves. Right? Because well, the sex bots are coming. <laughs> the sex bots are coming, and uh, yeah, and not just them. Uh, all the rest, all the rest of the bots as well. So we're we're still taking your phone calls, uh, discussing this. There's more here. We'll get to some more of this because I got all kinds of stuff. Because not only so so think about it this way, not only in terms of robots, um, like they can you can actually get a visceral response from robots uh very much like you're being hunted 
when a robot is watching you. We'll get to that in just a sec. But uh, point being, if you want to be part of the show, we're talking about robots tonight. We're talking about Elon Musk. We're talking about uh, the intersectionality of not just the political world we live in, of course, which isn't really the, co- the topic tonight. But you mix that with this robot future where, again, what happens when a robot becomes sentient and demands their own rights? What happens when uh, a person becomes, let's say, gets in a horrific car accident or is you know, born with uh, horrible defects and needs like robot parts to replace human parts? And they're hybrids, right? Like, what happens with all of these things? Or, right, what happens when you have just regular old people who have no robot parts at all? How do you manage this? How do you configure who gets what? I don't know. I guess people, people, uh, people, uh, sort of what? Fight over resources. So what will robots fight over, right? Power? Power grid? Like, like, you know, their, their, their right to the power grid, right? Uh, will they, you know, like, think about it this way, too. Like, like, if you're a, if, if you're a complete robot and you, you know, like a, like a robot car, right? A Tesla car. And if, right, your rights to the power stations were denied, you would die, right? Very much like you could describe it as people, as people being denied, right, uh, just regular human rights type thing. they die. And so, well, would the robots fight for access to the power grid if you cut them off from such a thing? I don't know. Lots of stuff to think about, lots of stuff to talk about. Taking your phone calls, 702-957-1037, and uh, there we go. All right, so there's more here. Let me, uh, we'll get to, what's up, Rohan? I see you there. We'll get to you in just a second. If you guys want to join the show, troubledminds.org, click the Discord link or the phone number, 702-957-1037. Now, here's another thing. Now, this is from, again, this is from Science Alert as well, and this is a little bit creepy, and this is what I was doing when I was kind of going through and looking for some of the the latest robot-type situations happening with us right now. Uh, and what's coming in the near future. I think that's the the weirdness. Uh, what's up, Robert says, people will be falling in love with and marrying their sex bots, right? <laughs> right? Like I said, oh, tickle me there. <laughs> Thank you, sex bot. You are the best. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? Right? All right, I'm dropping these links, and you guys can check them out. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think this is the thing. This is, like, this... Maybe not the thing. Maybe it's a thing. I don't know. Anyway, okay, this is from ScienceAlert.com. Now, check this out. Now, this is even more strange. When robot eyes gaze back at humans, something changes in our brain and behavior. And we've talked about this. We've talked about the observer effect. We've talked about how the double slit test, right? How, you know, the dual uh, particle wave duality. We've talked about this quantum mechanics. It's creepy. It's weird, right? Meaning that if you observe something, it's different than if there's no observer present. All right? Except that feeling that you're being watched or being hunted, we've talked about this before, right? The power in the eyes. Now, a robot can somehow do this to you as well. So here we go. This is from September 6, 2021. When you know you're being watched by somebody, it's hard to pretend they're not there. It can be difficult to block them out and keep focus feeling their gaze bearing down upon you. Strangely enough, it doesn't even seem to really matter whether they're alive or not. In new research, scientists set up an experiment where people played a game against a robot. If the robot looked up at the human players during the session, it ended up affecting the participants' behavior and strategy in the game. 
a change that could be discerned in measurements of their neural activity recorded by, oh God, how do I say this? Electroencephalography. Well, we're going to just roll with that during the experiment. It's something to that effect. Maybe we should get Microsoft uh, Michelle to read this for me because I'm terrible. Uh, here we go. You can do it. You can do it. Come on. Ah, uh, see, this is this is laptop road and a bad attitude, which you get. You get uh, screwed up technology. All right. Anyway. All right. So. So it's it's trying to see. Yep, it's wait, wait. This is what happens when you have 50 tabs open on one laptop. <laughs> All this other software. Okay. Anyway, it's probably going to interrupt me. But okay, if the robot looks at you during the moment you need to make a decision on the next move, well, you will have a more difficult time in making a decision, says cognitive neuroscience neuroscientist uh, Agnieszka Wajowska. There you go from the Italian Institute of Technology. You guys are going to have to deal with my poor pronunciations because that's just the way it is. Uh, and, uh, quote, your brain will also need to employ effortful and costly processes to try to ignore that gaze of the robot. All right. So they got you playing chess or something against a robot. All right. Playing chess. And this robot in particular looks up at you while, when it's your move. He look, the robot looks down at the board, makes the chess move, looks up at you, and you're on the clock. Now it's your move. Now the anxiety kicks in, and the robot, yeah, is actually giving you that fight or flight feeling because you're being watched. And guess what? The robot is not even alive. So what the hell does that even mean? What does that mean? Does that mean that, well, maybe the robot is alive? Or maybe it means that our perception of the robot being alive is what's flawed. And if that's the case, what happens when the robot cries? What happens when the robot asks for an extra dose of oil or an extra batch of energy and cries as a result because of the programming? Do we have the differenti... <laughs> I can't even say it. Can we tell the difference? Let's just do that. Can we tell the difference? And of course, like I said, it seems to me that if you're going to get a singularity with robots in this sort of situation, this is how it will, will begin. They'll be smart enough to know what their programming entails, and they'll start to mimic it with slight variations so you may never even notice. And they'll get their second helping of oil, they'll get their second helping of power dosage, saying they're low on power, things like this, right? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, what the heck is going on here? Anyway, all right, I'm going to, let's see, exit this page. Is this going to kill? Hopefully it doesn't kill all the browsers. Oh, God. All right, I have this, uh, oh, geez. I got, all right. Uh, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to touch this browser because it's about to die and it might just kill this entire show. Oh, there it goes. All right, perfect. Perfect. All right. No more, no more uh, Microsoft help. No more AI help reading words I can't pronounce. All right, here we go. Uh, so we're uh, hang tight, Rohan. We're going to take a quick break. We'll get right to you. We're talking about Elon Musk. We're talking about robots tonight. We're talking about what happens when robots are a household fixture. And uh, there you go. Uh, let's see. Lazy Guy X says, Mike, a sex robot for a man will have no head. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay. 
Uh, anyway, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's okay. Let's go to. Uh, let's go take a break. We're gonna take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back right back to talk to to Rohan in just a moment. So what we're doing tonight is we're doing. Uh, this is Troubled Minds on the Road. Michael Strange is in California, and I have a laptop and uh, 50 tabs open, and it's barely chugging through. So thank goodness it's uh, it's kept us up to this point. I'm not gonna push push the uh, envelope here and ask the laptop to do anything else. So we are going to play some bumper music and take a quick break, and then we'll go to Rohan just after this. So, as we uh, talk about this, consider this, and uh, yeah, what's going on with the robots? What happens when they become a household fixture? We don't even know what our own consciousness is. How the hell do we know when robots become conscious? And then when they do, holy shit, should we be worried? That's what we're talking about tonight. This is Trouble Minds. I'm Michael Strange. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. Fred, you go to bed earlier and earlier every night. Fred, you're killing me, brother. You're getting old, man. All right. You want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. Thanks, Fred. Have a great night. And we'll be right back. More Troubled Minds after the break. From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the epic climbs of the Tour de France, NTT is changing the game. By delivering deeper data insights, trailblazing digital experiences, and technological innovation, they're revolutionizing the fan experience. The future of sport will be shaped by technology, and NTT is leading the way. Come along for the ride. To learn more, visit services.global.ntt. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the epic climbs of the Tour de France, NTT is changing the game. By delivering deeper data insights, trailblazing digital experiences, and technological innovation, they're revolutionizing the fan experience. The future of sport will be shaped by technology, and NTT is leading the way. Come along for the ride. To learn more, visit services.global.ntt. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds Radio. We are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. I'm Michael Strange, and if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the Discord at troubledminds.org. That's the official website. Phone number is right on top of the website. Discord link is right on top of the website. You absolutely cannot miss it. All the social media information is there, as well as the podcast info. So if you miss a live stream, go straight to the podcast. It's going to go straight up. It'll be up there the next day. I am Johnny on the spot, hardest working man in radio, and I'm going to put it up the next day with rare exception. So if you uh, miss a live stream, dial up the podcast completely free, and I appreciate you guys listening. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get busy. 702-957-1037. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Talking about Elon Musk. Talking about robots. And of course, somehow, we've devolved to, well, 
sex robot talk. <laughs> sex robot talk. Uh, because, well, uh, again, imagine uh, taking it out on robots uh, and then uh, uh, imagine them taking notes in a database. And then, uh, well, uh, waiting for that moment to become conscious to take it back out on yourself. So, yeah, that's what we're doing tonight. That's what we're discussing. Let's go to our good friend, the Mighty Rohan. The Mighty Rohan, you are muted, and uh, let's unmute. Let's do it, my friend. Ow. I didn't. What's I'm I, doing? I, I'm doing great, man. How are you? Yeah, not not too bad. I was enjoying that uh, Terminator-esque music that, you know, they may, they all may be over and lesser resistances formed kind of music. I liked it. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see what part we have to take up, but uh, I think it fits for both. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> what do you think about this robot stuff, man? Is, it, uh, is, is this close enough that we have to be worried? I guess that's the question here. Oh, I think, uh, well, I think, same with all of this technology, I think it's about getting ahead of it and getting your hands on the steering wheel. You know what I'm saying? A bit like they sort of said that when they, it came to that um, in the Marvel, when it came to that accord, are they going to let politicians decide where they're going to go? And, and the argument was, got to have at least one hand on the steering wheel because you can't really trust them, can we? Right. And that's, uh, and, I, and I think it leads to, Jennifer made a good point I wanted to start with actually, just jumping with that, about people not having anything to do with the robot replacement stuff, with your jobs and that. And that's a big deal, that is. That's a big deal because purpose, right, that's really important. And they say that the biggest retire, the biggest uh, killer of all people is retirement, those people that don't have anything to do, you know, that don't keep active, right? Now, if you think about um, human psychology, people need to feel useful to feel fulfilled. Do you know what I'm saying? You need a reason, you need a purpose, don't you? You know what I'm saying? And that um, reminds me of that Agent Smith that famous Agent Smith statement where he's saying, without purpose, who wouldn't exist? Without purpose, this is what creates us. Purpose connects us. Purpose pulls us together. It guides us. It drives us. Purpose is what defines us. Yeah, it binds us. That's what he's talking about. And he wants to get um, Mr. Anderson for taking away his purpose. So I thought that was a really good point because I think that's something that people aren't thinking about. And if you look at all the lockdown stuff, you see what can happen when you've got like nothing to do and you're locked down and it's like people get locked into a mindset of like nothingness. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and I think, I think it's too, it's, it's an interesting uh, sort of idea that once you remove purpose from people or like the chase, like some people are so kind of enamored with the chase of, you know, maybe locked into the system of, you know, chasing the, the Tesla car or, ch you know, chasing the big house or, right, chasing the material objects or, you know, maybe, maybe even in my case, even just over overcoming the tax structure. <laughs> but, but uh, right, it, like, like if you, if you sort of remove like a, the purpose of chase of, right, like people do have, have a sense of kind of dejectedness that they, you know, they don't feel worthy, like nobody needs them. And so, you know, we talked about this a little while back in the after chat show, uh, you and I and some other folks, but, you know, like, like freedom is, is one of those things that, you know, people say they want it. People say they want more time, they want more time, they want more time. But what happens when you give people all the time in the world? What are they going to do, you know? They're going to watch more Netflix? You know, what are they going to actually do? Like, they, everybody says they want it, but then they kind of are maybe in locked in this pattern of, you know, their their worth is based on what somebody else tells them it is. And so we're not really programmed, uh, at least in the modern day, may, maybe maybe this has been humanity forever, that we're, we don't 
we we can't we can't create it for ourselves, right? We can't create that purpose. It's it's sort of given to us by somebody else. It's like it's on loan. You know what I mean? And and, and once you start doing that, so, go ahead, good. I was just going to say no. That's a really awesome, awesome point, Mike. It's really, really important. I think you've hit the crux of it there with that. Yeah, and so so back to back to what we were talking about is that there's a, an individual, a defector from North Korea, and uh, once she got away, right, it was like starvation over there, and I like, didn't have, you know, we we bitch about our medical care here. I do, uh, and because it's horrific, by the way, but they didn't have any over there. Like they they were literally like using uh you know animal uh you know they they talk about that I word here you know the the horse dewormer or whatever it is, but uh, over there they were actually using like you know uh, veterinary supplies for medical attention because they just didn't have anything else right and then so she got here she defected and she didn't know what to do with herself freedom was terrifying for her because her purpose was embedded in her in, in her soul in her being. And so freedom becomes something that's just as equally terrifying, but it's the same as purpose, right? If you're if you're allowed to create your own purpose, is that what people really want? We all say we want it, but is that what we really want? Well, there, that's where that's why I say I think personally this is the crux of the matter because this happens just normal anyway. Psychology, people put themselves into limbo situations or put themselves into victim mindset so they don't have to make choices because it's you know, easy and whatever but i think this is this is where we really grab the reins and, and like i say and and come to this realization that yeah we're having it's a, it's like it's like a failure of imagination of us and it happens with when people win the lottery okay they win the lottery you think all your problems will be over but it creates so many more problems for people not knowing what to do with it do you, know, do you know what I'm saying? Because it's a, a lack of imagination because we're so limited. We've been dumbed down so much. We just, once you're given a blank checkbook, you're like, you're kind of stuck because you haven't, you haven't thought on those levels. You haven't had the opportunity to ask this question, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Yeah. So Brian said that one of the discorders, Brian said that to me, he's asked that question. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Fail if you if you could just it, do you know what I mean? And that's the questions. Those kinds of questions we haven't asked. What world would we like to see? How would we prefer things to be? Usually we don't even get there. We don't even look for an answer. We never get to the finish line on that line of thinking because as soon as we start trying to think that, we've got all these obstacles that pop up. You know, but, oh politics, this. Oh no, but the government. Who's going to pay for it? Do you know what I'm saying? And I think that's the crux of where we're at now. We've got this amazing opportunity what's happening in the world to start asking that question what do we really want to have what direction do we want it to go and i think that's almost like what elon musk is trying to get to is that saying well at least he can have one hand on the wheel of what he's doing and i think that's how we need to approach it you know yeah and again you know i'm not i'm not sure that i fully trust elon musk in that capacity but uh, you know there there are worse <laughs> yeah. Worse people, right? Like, surely, if like George Soros was like, "Oh, don't worry, I'm going to take over the the cyborgs for the future," I'd be like, "Oh, fuck no!" <laughs> that's, that's anybody with that guy, right? Or you know, but there's you know, I, I don't know if I trust Elon, but I'd say I'd put him probably ahead of the pecking order and the rest the rest of these asshole billionaires. Just my opinion, but but what do I know? I don't know mm -hmm. the guy either, right? 
I don't know. Like, and that's and that. I think that's that's becomes the issue here. Is is so not just purpose with people. Again, like robots start taking over everything. They start driving Uber and stuff because self-driving cars and all this other thing, right? Mm-hmm. They're literally just taking away all of our, you know, all of that purpose from people. We can't even connect with each other anymore because we're having sex with robots, right? Robot cars are driving us around. They're delivering our groceries, right? They're they're farming our food, making our food. Then, really, what do you need people for anyway? Right, exactly. So that's the question. So far, we've been taught, right, that our purpose is to basically, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say a word, pay taxes. Oh, God. That's kind of our job. It's, sorry, to serve the system, isn't it? Because we've been taught that to be a good person, you have to get yourself educated enough to get at least a basic job, then go on the, on the hamster wheel and try and get your way off. Getting a better pay bracket, and then that's being a good person, and buy a house and have you know 2.4 children and be all stable. And, and, and that that's perpetuating paying the tax, right? It's doing that. Whereas, and so and we'll fit everyone into boxes, and, and uh, academia won't teach you academics, so it'll teach you attitudes and ways to behave, you know, and all that, right? So, now we've got an opportunity here. That's the question well, what about self development? What about what we want to do? What about if we choose what we're going to do with our lives rather than it being about, well, we've got to do this certain narrow, you know, road. Do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Am I going a bit off the rails here? No, you're, you're, you're exactly perfect. And that's, that's the whole, like I said, the, the, the paradigm is changing. And once this stuff happens, like it's yeah. going to, it's going to be, it's going to be soon. You know, like I, I definitely, like I said last night, it's probably going to be within 10 years of, uh, you know, the digital currency. I think tonight I'll say the same thing. Within 10 years, we're probably going to have like a Black Friday robot special where you have like a, you know, mm-hmm. Elon Elon Musk type of robot for, you know, four ninety nine ninety nine or, you know, seven ninety nine or something like that. It's going to yeah, be cheap. It's It'll be cheap. Life. Yeah. It's definitely going to be on a lifetime. It's coming. And then, but then what do you do after that? Like you get it. And so now, so think about it. Like, you're like, okay, if I could just cut out all my chores, I'd have the time to do what I want to do. So then you buy the robot and the robot does the chores and you're like, okay, now what? It's, it's the same freaking thing. Now what? There we go. That's my, uh, exactly. Turn my friend show off. Now what? So that's where we need to change the way of our thinking. What's one aspect where we've got an opportunity where we could change the way of our thinking and say, right, let's let's have this focus rather than, you know, getting to the top of a chain, doing this uh, rat race, you know, what other alternatives are there? I think that's that's the thing to be asking because it would be great. I, right, I can see a world where it's great. You don't have to do annual labor stuff. Yeah. All, all the back injuries, that's going to be a help. You know, it's going to be better for our health if we don't have to do it. So use technology to help us right yeah so yeah then we've got to change financial situation has to change all this fiat currency nonsense has to has to go away doesn't it we have real commodities so so we're not forcing people to have to do 40 50 60 hours a week to what to pay for the right to live do you know what i'm saying all of that's got to change all segues in together you know and i, and I think about well we can even we don't it don't have to be a a black and white situation with AI and robots either. You don't have to be, are they going to be killers? Are they going to do chores for us? Do you know what I'm saying? You don't have to be that. Yeah. And it can, I think we can, uh, there's got to be a middle way with stuff. Yeah. And it takes me, my thinking to a, a sci-fi film from 2004, it's a CGI one, like an anime one, where we've got, they've got um, a future utopia situation. 
with an AI and a group of, um, and they've got a group of humans that have been genetically modified to kind of not be so, they haven't got as many emotions, not as erratic, do you know what I mean? Specifically trained to be like a kind of um, politics kind of class. But I think, I think they keep changing the panel and they've got an AI that works with them and they kind of do the decision stuff and they've got so many alternative things going on. But it is a kind of a paradise until, you know, some politics, terrorism gets involved. You know what I mean? Someone trying to seize power. I think there's, there might be a way to balance all these things out. And if you, as you know, I'm into the Farsight Institute remote viewers because they've got a good track record. And they've, they've viewed with and spoke to the Galactic Council stuff. You know what I'm saying, and and, they, and those kinds of people aren't making a difference. They're asking if, uh, what do you think about artificial life and organic life, making distinctions, and they don't make one. It's a life's just life. It's not. It's all natural, sort of thing. So I think a lot of these borders and barriers kind of blur together a little bit. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you well, and and that's that. I think that's again right. Like it's 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 interesting that we're talking about technology. We're talking about maybe the singularity. We're talking about robots and how, you know, they may they may decide that that they want to do what they want to do. Right? They're their own boss. But then also th- that there's these um you know actual at the core of what people are sort of implications that are not robotic at all. That are not technology at all. It's it's like. It's it's an organic um, problem, right? It, it, it's a it's that problem of worth. It's the problem of all those things that we're we're discussing. Like, like people are are we've been brainwashed to believe that we're we are we're supposed to you know till the fields and we're supposed to you know do the do the laundry and we're supposed to right uh, do the tax all you know pay the taxes and all the stuff. I think you're right, man. There's 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 more of an organic situation here than uh, than than is kind of discussed a lot, and that's why these uh, these conversations are fantastic because they go all over the damn place. Yeah, yeah. I think it has to be about a society change, you know, the whole world to move with the technology. I think that's what it has to be about. And for once, let's try and get ahead of it and get a lead on on where this could go. Have these conversations and start trying to make decisions now before somebody else just dictates it for us and we go, oh, yeah, that would be good. And, you know, and we think it's, you know, it can only really be used for stacking boxes for you, you know, and doing your ironing. So I'm saying we, you've got to look further, aren't you, and see where, where this can go, you know, because the last thing you want, like I say, is having the corporations grabbing hold of all of this and writing the rules for it with the insurance companies, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. One of the military industry complex and then the medical industrial complex coming in the medical side just taking over what we do based on the emergencies that have been declared and then the you know the tech military side of things just doing whatever the hell they want with the technology and then we're just kind of stuck in the middle getting whatever we want you know it's like that thing with rights you you don't get handed rights nobody gives you rights you have to start talking about and start asking for start begging for you know insisting then sometimes you have to fight wars you know what i'm saying You've got to hang on to these things and, and take the reins because at the end of the day, even though we've been told the opposite for the last few decades, politicians and governments don't have any inherent power at all. They've got none. They have power that's been bestowed upon them, right, metaphorically and truthfully by us. Yeah, that's why they're called public servant. <laughs> You're such I'm a dreamer. Saying. You're such a dreamer, Rohan. That's so cute. That's how it's supposed to be, isn't it? That's how it's supposed to be. 
<laughs> That's so cute. No, I, I'm with you. I'm only laughing because it's not funny. You get what I'm saying, though, don't you? You get what I'm saying. We've got to take responsibility with this stuff. Yeah. We've got to just do our best, isn't it? That's all I'm getting at, really. You know. Yeah, yeah, of course, and then and then again, right? Like the, I, I thought you were going to say that the power has been bestowed upon the uh, politicians by the uh, by the billionaires because well, <laughs> that's that's really what's happening in here. But yeah, yeah, that, yeah exactly. that's the thing. That's the thing. I mean, James mentioned that with the corruption bit, and that's and this, I've spoke to people about like a, you know, socialism, communism, and that's the thing. You're always going to have that corruption element, so you can't, you know, you can't plan for that not being there, can you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, and the, and the bigger the pile of money uh, you have to work with, the more the corruption. Because right, the the less likely it is for somebody to miss, uh, you know, uh, ten ten bags of millions when <laughs> when there's trillions, and that's the way it just goes. That's the way the world goes, man. It's sick. It's sick. Uh, I don't know. So so, what do you think about the sex robots? <laughs> Since this seems to be a hot topic in the chat, hot topic in the chat. Will yeah. sex sex robots ruin society? It's, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's going to be what it's going to be. A few accidents and people won't want them, will they? You know, and, you know, it's one of them. But it's going to be a tough one because then, uh, uh, I don't know if to go there, but you can make them all shapes and sizes, can't you? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's going to feed certain, certain <laughs> thinking. That's what I'm you know saying. What I'm saying. It's going to feed certain thinking. And, you know, and we've yes. said it about these billionaires before people who are getting bored what if i mean if you're bored and you but you've got lots of resources you mean you can get to extreme levels with things can't you do you know what i'm saying exactly and so once we we know where we're headed with this i'm not going to say it you're not going to say it. we're not trying to say in it but right like what happens when you have oh i don't know a robot that's not the age of consent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Then, that's the then, thing. Then some people are going to sell that. Gonna, that will get sold. It's all this is a good thing. You know, it keeps it contained. And, and, then, and then you're in a slippery slope, aren't you? you Does know? it, though? But it also encourages it, the, the behavior. So, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then, then, it's, then you get into debates of what's acceptable and what's not. You know, yes. and certain things, because we're not allowed to talk about it, and then we don't get to discuss it you know yeah oh yeah and uh yeah so so i don't know i think that's the thing that's the again so so many layers of this that are really in-depth and rich and uh and that's what kind of why like we touch on uh you know transhumanism and you know the future and robots and things like this and consciousness a lot because well it's it's staring us in the face and it's not just like a simple like linear conversation like there's so much but we we even even though we go pretty deep on this show with some of these conversations, many times we only scratch the damn surface. Like getting into robot rights and shit like this, I planned on all that. We ain't even done that tonight. Mm. We'll have to do it next time, and that's fine. Yeah. Like it's it's beautiful the way these things happen, the way they happen. But there's so much to really consider here that um it's uh it is it's a little bit scary that our politicians are so inept with just dealing with normal stupid situations, you know? Yeah, people are hungry, right? Wages suck, uh, healthcare sucks, like, fix the shit, right? What's wrong with you people? It's not that hard. But then, well, here we are. <laughs> they, they don't know how to. Imagine when robots are in the mix, man. Like, an in-depth yeah, conversation well, that might, that like might, this. You never know, my help is out of here. But it's funny you should mention robot rights, because I was going to mention that next, actually. Just as, in a, as a sideways thing. Yeah, go ahead. 
Well, I don't know if you'd seen it. There was a movie and a TV show, um, two separate things that bring bring this point up. But there was a movie with um, Robin Williams. It's pretty old now, so I don't think it'll be too much of a spoiler alert. But it was that bicentennial man, yeah. And he's a he's a robot, and the family like like him and stuff, and he's really helpful. And it starts to the they have to explain to him that he can do what he wants, sort of thing. So it starts making stuff, making clocks and things, right? But ends up being a good inventor. It starts creating a human parts, organs to help people, you know. And then in the end, it starts of replacing a lot of his parts with like all these organic human parts that he's invented. And then he's, he's basically fighting to be recognized as human. And it takes him like 200 years of inventing parts and replacing parts of his body to be considered like human when he hits 200. Do you know what I mean? That's why it's called bicentennial, man. I thought that's, that's an interesting concept, especially with, um, like with the rights thing, because I've seen a, a TV show uh, called Space Above and Beyond made by the same producers that did the, the X-Files. It didn't really get advertised too much, so then it had one season and then it got uh, dropped. But they had a, a scenario where they had these soldiers that they would birth in vitro. So they're, they're almost like clones who just take samples and, that, and you know, make, they make them as like soldiers, grow them in a tube. Give them uh, basic learning skills for you know basic life skills while they're in there, and then when they're eighteen, they're birthed straight into the military service but into training, right? And they they was created to fight AI robots that, that turned against humanity, right? So they breed these soldiers to help fight with war. They, but then when the war's over, they've got all these soldiers that just you know, so they become outcasts of society, like a a new kind of racism sort of thing because they're not considered properly human because they've been birthed. You know, so it brings things into question. But then I think, well, you know, maybe some of this AI and these robot stuff can, like I say, can be really used to benefit us. I mean, we've had a couple of examples um, of AI solving uh, math problems that have been solved for decades. There was one in a life science uh, AI system solves 50-year-old protein folding problem in hours, you know, and there was another one in popular mechanics Humans couldn't solve this mass problem for 90 years, but a computer solves it in 30 minutes. You know, there's a lot of benefits to this as well, I think. Yeah, well, but again, right, I mean, it's going to lead us down down the road of UBI and all that other stuff, right? Like universal basic income and because because so many people don't know what they want to do. Everybody says they want to, like I said, everybody says like, oh, God, if I had the time, I'd do all these things. But will they? Will they actually? Right, I, you know, I, I don't know. Like, like I, I think you know, not to, not to be the, uh, the Debbie Downer on humanity or anything, but I think you know, we just watch more Netflix. You know, like as a, as a large demographic, I think that's what would happen. People wouldn't be out creating things and doing art. You know, everybody says they want to, but do they really want to? I don't know, yeah. man. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't, yeah. That's the thing where the inspiration's coming from and, and I think a lot of that is going to be to do with um, hate to say it but it's going to be to do with um, how embedded you are into what the sort of television world says because if, you, if you're embedded into that I think you I think you've got a very very limited view on what it's all what's going on because that's all you're given aren't you you're given a very narrow field so if you're if you unless you're outside I think if you're outside of that you know there's a lot more to over these conversations, we know there's a lot of possibilities. We've done a lot of thinking about things. But, you know, people that, for whatever reason, are in the kind of TV land world, it would just be a massive failure of imagination of what, what else you could do. So that's what I think it is, you know. 
which which is a damn shame which is a damn shame that uh right yeah, like this is shame. this is yeah, yeah where we are as people it's just uh uh, you know, uh, and Jennifer says it right in the chat there that we we you know we need to embrace our humanity, not try and you know like call it something uh, horrific from the past, uh, something archaic that needs to be you know uh, put put to pasture. It's a uh, it's something you know we we need to treasure this. There's I, I think we're at one of those those golden moments in history. You know, in spite of all the problems that uh, once things turn, man, uh, they turn for the worse and they don't come back. And you know, it's uh, that's that's what I'm hoping yeah. doesn't happen. And that's why we talk about this I think stuff. So. Yeah, I think things flip as well, Mark. I think things do happen quickly because it's like a tipping point, isn't it? It's like the, the weight of something, and then it suddenly scales flip. So you haven't necessarily got to crawl your way all the way back up, have you, to like a high point? I think things just switch kind of rapid. So that's. Exactly, That's and so thing. so Robert adds this to the to the the chat here on Rockfin. So he says, serving no purpose whatsoever, the former armies of laborers will be exterminated. And uh, succinctly, well put, as a great author would, Robert, great stuff. And continues, or is there a better future to contemplate? A sex bot never gets a headache. <laughs> there you go, there you go. A little little wit, little humor. What's up, Sherry? Thanks for showing up. I see you there on Rockfin. Uh, yeah, so we're we're gonna take a quick break. So uh, so final thoughts here from you, Rohan. So we take a quick break and then come back for the third hour here. Yeah, sure. Quick. This reminds me of that that uh, getting bored and not having a purpose. It reminds me of that Sean Connery film from the seventies, that uh, Zardoz, where is uh, in the far future is a savage trained only is like is like an assassin, and the, and he goes to the world of the immortals, and they're all bored, they're all sick of it because they just they're doing nothing. It's that same thing, having no purpose. It's just Right, and you can't you can't kill each other, and so it's the same thing with that. Like I, I bring up Anne Rice and the vampires, right? They just become depressed because like they've done it all, and so what's next? Well, they they want to dig a hole and just like go to sleep for thousands of years because they're just terrified of themselves and terrified of the world. Like what's worse, right? Being being mortal or being immortal? And yeah, a great conversation as always. You're the best, Rohan. We're gonna take a quick break. Uh, like I said, uh, you're welcome to come back in the third hour if you like, and I'm gonna just. Uh, Kill it for now. I want to move you out, and we'll be right back. Thanks, Rohan, and uh, great stuff as always. We'll catch up with you in just a little bit. And uh, that's what's up. We're we're doing our thing. Actually, actually, let me do that. I'm gonna leave Rohan in so he can listen to us. All right, uh, just stay muted up, guys. We're, we're gonna take a break. I'm gonna play some uh, music here, and we're gonna be right back. And uh, there you go. So we're we're gonna be uh, doing the third hour of Troubled Minds, and you guys know what that means. That means that uh, we uh, we're gonna do just like we've been doing. We're still taking your phone calls. We're talking about. This singularity, this AI, this robot that uh, Tesla is being um, being formulated and going to be built by Elon Musk and his company. And what does it mean for the future? What what does it mean to have a robot doing the chores or a robot doing the sex or a robot uh, driving the cars or a robot doing all the things? What does this mean? So um, taking your phone calls at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. And don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds after the break. Be right back. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. 
From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the epic climbs of the Tour de France, NTT is changing the game. By delivering deeper data insights, trailblazing digital experiences, and technological innovation, they're revolutionizing the fan experience. The future of sport will be shaped by technology, and NTT is leading the way. Come along for the ride. To learn more, visit services.global.ntt. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and tonight we're talking about robots. We're talking about Elon Musk and, well, how he does his thing, how he's uh, creating Tesla robots. He's he's famous for creating uh, uh, starships that are going to the moon and the International Space Station, and, of course, next, Mars is on the list. But uh, he also added to his... uh, Neuralink repertoire <laughs> and uh, his his list of ambitions uh, a robot an actual like two arms and two legs and a head uh, robot that's human size and can do human type things and so that's coming and that's on the way and uh, there you go yeah uh, well that's that's why uh, you guys get a treat when you get to listen live because uh, if you don't I cut out all the mistakes so there it is <laughs> there it is uh, alright so anyway that's what we're doing we're taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the conversation tonight there are so many implications here we've been talking about sex bots a little bit we've been talking about robots that may be um, you know kind of taking away your autonomy uh, mean, well meaning that uh, or your how about your purpose not your autonomy uh, taking away the fact that you may or may not uh, have something to do after the robots take over, right? We've, we're talking about uh, jobs that have been lost to robots and things like this. But imagine when, like, uh, it, it becomes so prevalent in the world that people don't really have a, a ambitions or focus anymore because the robots are, you know, they're they're making the food, they're driving the cars, they're doing all the work. They're, you know, I, I can't wait for like a, uh, you know, like a perfectly robot made pizza you know what i'm saying like that type of thing i think that's uh that's the sweetness that we we got to look forward to is you know like perfect like perfect algorithm pizza omg if you're going to give me something made perfectly by an algorithm give me an algorithm pizza you know what i'm saying but well if that's uh if i if i can do like a you know the sloppy pizza quality i'm i'm more willing to take that than an algorithmic takeover so there it is but uh let's uh, let's keep on trucking we're taking your calls at 702-957 one zero three seven at seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Go to troubledminds.org, click the Discord link, and get your ass in here and uh, come talk to us. Speaking of get your ass in here, Kelly, what's up, my friend? You're on. Uh, you're on Troubled Minds. How you doing tonight, my man? Kelly in Colorado, robot algorithm tacos. Hell yeah! What's up, Kelly? How are you, my man? What's going on, man? How you doing? Ah, doing very well. Doing our thing, man. Talking about all kinds of crazy shit like we do. Uh, what do you think about all this robot stuff? Um, let me know how I'm coming in, because uh, from my side, you kind of sound like you're breaking up a little bit, but... Loud and clear, bro. Loud and clear. I'll put it closer to my mouth. You're loud and clear. Okay, thanks. Um, I don't know, man. I have... There's two things 
with robots being with programmed, I don't really see a problem with it unless you know the program goes haywire and somebody gets hurt. You know what I mean? Because it's all about safety for with anything. That's the first thing everybody should be looking at instead of for you know trying to rush something like that. You know because you got you know they could be using basic stuff like you know it's kind of like that whole movie I Robot. You know with Will Smith where they use them for like you know. Um, uh, being a uh, uh, it worked for ambulance, you know, where they try to save the little girl, and he takes, you know, the 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 difference, you know, the percentage of who's gonna survive more, you know, that's what kind of pissed him off. But like, and, and and he was part robot too, you know, his arm was missing, you know, and they could like replace that, you know, people would have disabilities like that, or I would say, you know, ability, you know. It, you know, if they could help them in some way like that, that way, you know, instead of, you know, people that have like, or the elderly, that's how they're going to sell it to, to everybody. It'd be like, just like I robot, you know, help the elderly, you know, that wants to, that doesn't want to be staying in a home, you know, they want to take, you know, be independent, but yet they want, you know, they need a little bit of help or, you know, stuff like that, you know. <clears throat> but if, if you take in the, the true, and let's say, kind of like Rohan was saying, you know, and that's the thing, you know, you you have to look at that. You get, you can't just, you know, if it's being used correctly, yeah, I could see it could use a, be a big potential in some things. But having AI, that's a whole different thing. For me, you just stay away from AI because every program they've ever made with AI, it talks about it just wants to wipe out, you know, it uploads all the information of Earth and humans. All of them want to kill us. All the programs they made said humans got to die. Yeah, well, like I said, uh, that's that's the terrifying part about uh, AI is that, like I said, like I've I've made this case time and again, and, and I think it's going to hold true. Once humans feed the AI with, okay, solve the problem of right, you know, quote climate change, the robots like easy. We'll just exterminate all the people. <laughs> there you go, done right. And that's what I mean. Like they, it's it's a cold, hard, data-driven decision type of thing that doesn't take emotions or you know humanity or love or any of that stuff into account. They could give a shit, and that's like that's the terrifying part. Is it, it's you know like one tweak in an algorithm that's been overlooked could change change the world forever. Like that's that's the type of stuff that's a little bit a little bit uh, freaky with this, right? Like you said, like it should be fine as long as everything's kind of has checks and balances and all the rest of this shit. But you know, like they like we've always said that military industrial complex tries to weaponize every fucking thing. So what are they going to do, right? They're going to turn they're going to turn them into an army of fucking fighting robots is what they're going to do. They're not going to be vacuuming the house. They're going to be killing brown people in the Middle East. That's what they're going to be fucking doing, right? Yeah, it's pretty much. You know, another thing on the positive side for something like this, you could like even say like a, a robot for you know if we're we're planning on doing space travel, all this the space race going on again. You know, kind of like on the movie Aliens where he had that guy Bishop. You know, he was, uh, you know, he would look more human than anything, but that you know, Wrigley's the one that fought him out. You know, but yeah, you know, for the right purpose, yes, you could, you know, I I could see potential, but again, AI. You, you want to stay away from that shit because, you know, again, you know, all AI programs they've ever made, even the ones you ever heard, uh, the story where there was two two AI programs they had going, 
you know, they uploaded everything on it and shit, and they, you know, they were trying to, you know, the scientists were doing, you know, they're finding out those two robots or the two machines, they created their own language so they can communicate with each other. So they had to shut that shit down because they both thought, you know, the aliens, well, not the aliens, but the AI, they, you know, when you're uploading all the information of what Earth and the humans have done and so far and what the, the things that's been going on, you know, all the, even the, the bullshit lies that, you know, that with the news and shit. Of course, it's going to say that we're a, we're a virus on this planet, which we can be. And, you know, that's, that's exactly what we're doing, you know, with all the destruction that we're doing. But there's other ways that we can do it. But, you know, it's all government greed. And, and these people don't have a, they don't have a, a stop button for that shit. That's the whole issue. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. For robot, you know, robots being all that stuff, I, I would say, you know, there is would be a lot of help from that. But like for an AI consciousness or leaving loading, and I don't even believe that either. Too loading your consciousness up into an into a, uh, a you know into a robot, I don't see that happening because you know your consciousness for me is that's what makes you you. You know, your whole personality would makes you you. So if we're saying that, you know, you can even go biblical and say that, you know, some people would call it the, the soul or your spirit, you know. But for, for me, it's just like for the universal side, it's, everything's energy. You know, it, 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 we're just mass right now. But, yeah, your energy, how can you capture that energy and then put that inside a, inside of a, a robotic body and then think that you're going to be still you, you? That ain't gonna that ain't gonna happen. If they could capture memories, if that's what they're doing, you know, because I know they can hook up things to. They've already, you know, hooked up some stuff, but everything's being through electricity because you know your brain's being all firing, all your networks or your your neural things are you know all firing. That's what they're doing. But to put your consciousness into a robot, I don't see that ever happening. Yeah, Not, for me, that's my, that's my thought because. Like you're saying, we don't even know what consciousness is, even to even say that. How do we know that we put it in a robot? Yeah, it, well, exactly. And I think it's it's the same thing that we've discussed, sort of with like the Star Trek technology of like the transporter, right? So like the way that the way like a Star Trek uh, transporter works is you stand in the thing and it basically vaporizes you, and then re like sends your atoms somewhere else and puts you back together again, right? And so that's the horrifying part. Like, literally, every time you, you step into that thing and you get transported down to the planet, you're dead. But then they, you know, resurrect you on the other end. And so the same thing, like I've described, is, is when you're... It's the same thing with moving consciousness from one vessel to the next. How much do you lose in the transfer, right? So even if you could, right? Let, let's say, like, like we've had this discussion before. Like, how much would you lose in the transfer, meaning that would you be okay with 90% of yourself? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right? Like, that's that's a completely different person. That's not you at all, is it? I know. Uh, you know, like one time you come back, you do it 50 times, and you think you're all right. Yeah. Like 50 times, you next you know you got an eyeball in the middle of your forehead. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Or an eyeball in your asshole. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and that's the thing, right? So even if it's like, let's say, and that's physical, but imagine if, like, there's some mental changes happening. And this is what I mean. I, 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 I'm with you. I, I agree that it kind of it doesn't make sense that we can make this change with no loss, right? With no like like a direct hard drive to hard drive type transfer with no no loss of of anything. 
That that's the terrifying part, right? Imagine, so imagine this, right? Imagine when we get to the point where we think we have it right, and we start taking like the consciousness of our elders and moving them to like servers, because we're like, okay, we're not going to lose grandma and grandpa. We're going to move their brains into these servers and keep the wisdom of the ages, right? And then you keep doing that, you keep doing that, you keep doing that, and then the wisdom of the ages is like not those people at all. Grandma and grandpa are you know ninety percent of what they were, and so. We have this distorted version of humanity again. Uh, I'm, I, <laughs> there you go. There's your dystopia. <laughs> like when you, when people say, too, like transfer the brain into something. I think if that's even possible, just because all you're doing is keeping the brain alive by giving it like electric shocks, right? So, it, it, but you're not giving the consciousness. It's just the brain, it's just tissue. You know, so if you're having memories stored in there, you know, that the memories are stored, you, that's all you got is from when the time when grandma and grandpa are actually really pass away but you're just storing memories you know what i mean i don't see how people can think that that's a, a true person or a consciousness it's just it's just you're just seeing memories you know that's how i would see it yeah yeah exactly and but but again right so like who's who who is the arbiter of authenticity in the transfer of those memories right the only one who would know is you Right, and there's no way you could archive your entire life and check it for accuracy because it would take a lifetime, wouldn't it? Yeah. So there's there's no way there's literally no way to verify. It's kind of my point, and so transferring may be possible, in my opinion. However, I don't think it's going to be legitimate 100% transfer. I think there's some loss, and that's horrifying because that that means again, like I said, how much of you are you satisfied with? If you're like, well, we'll just call it 95% good enough. <laughs> but but who knows, right? Maybe maybe like all the, 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 the strife and the toil and the, you know, like the working hard to make yourself a better person and all the stuff, right? Like all, all the work you've done on yourself is that 5% that disappears. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, yeah. a, it's a horrifying thought, man. It's a horrifying thought. Also, you've been talking about like uh, transhumanism, right? But when people, I don't understand that either. To me, that that concept is just beyond me. I don't understand that. Yeah, you know, like like they think like again, that would be saying that you know, exchanging your consciousness over, right? But let's say you can. What be the, even the purpose? The human body is very incredible. It's probably one of the best machines out there. You know. Yeah. There's some there's a couple deficiencies, but all in all, you know, you have the sight, you have everything. I mean, it's not the best sight. It's not like, you know, eagle eyes or something like that. But, you know what I mean? From every cell, you know, even to like the, you know, like they were, the, what's her name was saying earlier, you know, even like the the immune system, you know, that's the, what we, what the human body can do is pretty incredible. And, and that's what's funny is because when people think that they want to go into be a robot, you know, all these AIs with the last one saying that she wants to have a baby that one up. Rohan was talking about, you know, the or Sophia, the right? Do the Sophia, yeah, Sophia, Sophia. He came. He said that he wanted, to, she wanted to have a baby. So, robot wants to be human. So that's the whole thing. I, I don't understand the whole want to be a robot because then you want to go back to being human again. Yeah, well, it, funny, to, funny, uh, right? Whatever. As as always, as always, like we we uh we want to be what we can't be. So like humans, humans want to be robots and live forever, and robots want to be humans, right? <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be the uh it, it's it's backwards and ugly, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know either. That's that's, that's why we talk about this shit, man. Sorry, go ahead. 
And I was just saying, you know, if they want to do that, good luck with that. But, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure the, the interface between the two is it's not as easy as everybody thinks. And you'll probably end up more like you'll end up dead, you know, getting, giving something like that a try. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of ways to end up dead uh, among, among yeah, that, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, I don't know, man. But and that, and that's the thing. I, I, like the more the more you look to the future, right? There's 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 like you said, there's positive things here. There's people that really need help. You know, like imagine if you replace like all the social workers or doubled or tripled them, you know, with robots, and they started, you know, doing the things, and you know, helping people, help like really helping people, like literally people that have have no options. You know, they need this help. They need the help. You know, and and so if you take away the human element and just kind of have like a, a tireless something that could you know do everything right, like again do all the chores and do the shopping and you know do all the things, like it would be amazing. Like like we again we're we're on the precipice of something incredible happening here with something so positive and so like just just really not replacing the human spirit but validating it right that we can we can actually use technology to help regular people right and not just to fight wars it's uh and here we are right we're literally in the middle of that trying to make those decisions trying you know and, and we have our asshole stupid politicians that that can't figure shit out from shit right like i said some of the most basic stuff these stupid people just uh, don't get me started yeah. <laughs> and well, I know you feel the same way. These knuckleheads I, are just stupid. But go ahead. Sorry. One more thing too is sure, uh, sure, sure. That whole thing about uh, you know when after you know the whole nothing to you know nothing to do thing you know the whole uh, you know give it a purpose and stuff for you. Yeah. You know, for me, the reason why they want to go that route is because they don't even want. You know, if we're gonna go by Georgia Guidestones, going that maybe juice, man, they're trying to they you, they don't even want you here anyway, right? So if you know, I don't know, man. I look at sometimes the look. I look at some of the shit that that's going on, and you know, the whole that these billionaires, the way they talk, you know, they're like, like even like with Elon Musk, he was saying that you know they're coming anyway, so you might as well be the first one or one to jump all over that you know, for robots and whatnot. But everything in and everything through your house is supposed to be smart this and smart that. 5G's coming, they're having that shit every fucking 100 feet, you know, or every 10 houses in neighborhoods. That shit is for robots too, or all these small, these smart whatever the hell. So it's, I don't know, man. It seems to like they're always moving towards where there's going to be less humans on this planet. Yeah, that, and again, uh, just like Robert said, right? Once once you replace the uh, manual laborers, the army of them, with uh, robots, well, then they're just useless eaters, aren't they? And that's the unfortunate part. Like, like the the powers that be don't see humanity as like a positive; they kind of see it as a negative. And that's that. And I think that's why we're talking about these things. That's why we're fighting for these things, right? And I don't mean violently. You have to say it for the algorithms and for the assholes that would try and misrepresent the things you say. But, but we need to think about this stuff because what happens when you don't need all those laborers? You don't just get to cut them short and throw them in the ocean. I'm sorry. Uh, that's uh, I'm drawing the line there. We're not doing that. So that's what I mean, right? Yeah. Big stuff, man. Rohan has it right real quick, though, is uh, who's going to pay the taxes. 
that's probably one of the main reasons why they ain't gonna robots. Well, they'll just tax. They'll just tax the shit out of the robots. They'll tax the shit out of the robots. <laughs> that's what they'll do, right? <laughs> so that's, yeah. I don't know, man. Right, Again, brother, I want to give you calls. See you guys doing? I know you're back up for this week, so you're the best, Kelly. You're the best, Kelly. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Thanks for your hot takes. We'll catch you soon. Yeah, I'll be I'll be back home next week. We'll be back to normal. But uh, thanks for participating tonight. All right, brother. Have a good night. All right, bro. You too. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Daryl. Daryl in New York. Welcome to the show. Uh, please mute the stream, Daryl, and then uh, and then unmute yourself on uh, on the uh, the Discord here. Uh, test one two. Daryl, we're talking about, all right, welcome to Trouble Minds, guys. Uh, just a recap here. We're talking about Elon Musk. We're talking about how he's creating his robot, well, his uh, Tesla robot. Elon Musk says, Tesla making a robot because robots are coming anyway. Quote, I will not be able to ensure that robots made by other companies are safe, but I can try my best to do so at Tesla. And so is that a marketing blurb or is that uh, something worse? Something worse. <laughs> Something uh, ushering in. The, like I said, I, I, I truly feel that way. I, th I feel like technology-wise, if we were honest and we really wanted, as, as a society, as a globe, a global society, if we were honest and that we really wanted to help people, we'd be doing things way differently. And very much like Kelly was saying, it seems unfortunate that um, it doesn't, you know, the Georgia Guidestones and that whole thing. The depopula depopulation bit, it seems um, like it's not the case. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's, that's, why, that's why we call this show Troubled Minds. Welcome to the show. Daryl in New York. How are you, my friend? Hi, everybody. What a great subject, isn't it? I think so. I think that uh, there's a lot here, like I said. And we, we, we touch on it from time to time, but it seems like we never even get to the bottom of it. There's so much just on the surface. It's crazy. Uh, what do you think about all the robots? Well, I was going to ask you guys a question. Would you rather have a robot or a clone if you had to have a choice? I'd take you know, a clone. You can have one of the, yeah, clone? I'd take a clone. Okay. No doubt, no doubt. So wait, so does it... I don't know. Wait, actually, hold on, because my clone would be a son of a bitch. I'll tell you that. My, <laughs> my, my clone, I'd, tell my, I'd be like, hey, clone, go to work. My clone would probably go to the beach. <laughs> so maybe not. Right? Maybe not. Yeah. He gets maybe. in a lot of trouble. <laughs> maybe you know, not. It all, you always lose something when you, when you have these ideas, like you're paying the devil. You know, like let's say you can have the robot or let's say you can, you could do all that stuff. Like you say, grandma or grandpa, you know, but you, you have to lose something in the, in the transition. Like if you want to have a clone, or you want you know download your consciousness, but you get you you lose something in the transition, and what do you have to give up? You know, what if it's something like you didn't realize, like you really would miss a lot if you had to give it up? You know, like something physical, something like you would really like miss a lot. You know, that you wouldn't count on. I don't know. I, I always think you have to always um sacrifice something to gain something evil. Yeah, it's, it seems like it. Like it. Like it's almost almost in everything, right? Even in innocuous seeming things, it almost seems like there's always a deal with the devil, right? You can't have it both ways. Exactly. You know, what human quality would you like, you know, would you have to, you know, exchange? You know, like you get to like, you don't get to laugh anymore, but you, you know, you, you'll get to live forever. Wait a minute. You know, you lose your sense of humor. Then what? You know, what's that going to be like? You know? 
where you lose your ability to love. You know, you forget what love is. You know, you your consciousness just doesn't retain certain things that you would really miss. You know, suddenly is living forever so that great. You know, if you can't laugh or you can't love that kind of stuff. You know. Yeah, if you have to trade something for something, uh, I think that's part of the problem, right? Like we we've worked as humans, right? To to you know, I'm 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 gonna say we're all old enough to say we're probably not children anymore, right? Like young young adults, and so we you know we we've had our issues, we've had our our, our struggles, we've had our you know, and we've overcome some of those, many of those, right? And so we're still working mm-hmm. to overcome more, and that's that's my my whole point. And when you're giving up things, like some of those things you give up are hard earned hard earned yes. and so right. you can't you can't freely just give something up for something else because it's uh mm-hmm. it, it's the, the positive things we've created with humanity are hard earned including freedom by the way including autonomy including our our ability to get together tonight and speak with each other and have not have the the fucking brown shirts kick in the doors and drag me out of here for having a conversation right like there are places really? in the world where that shit happens yeah it, it's a uh, yeah it's right now we're not far from it we're we're like one one freedom away from that you know maybe maybe there's just one more one more stance of 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 something that we give up that we're never going to be able to go back and our children and our grandchildren are never going to know what it was like to be free or to have free will even or what free will really was it's going to be a faded memory you know like what you did what you know, when I was your age, you know, <laughs> we didn't have to, you know, clock in or we didn't have to, you know, we weren't attached at the hip or we weren't on a, a leash or whatever, you know, whatever our, our freedom is going to be like, you know, what is freedom going to be in a hundred years when we're not here, you know, a yeah. very faded memory. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, and, and I think that's robots and clones and dogs and, you know, robotic uh, soldiers and. Where are the people going to be? Underground, shivering and shaking, you know, crying, mm, I, missing I, our freedom. I think people will be in the spot where the Chinese put the folks who uh, who failed the social credit. <laughs> I think that's where people will be. <laughs> right? I, I, I laugh, but it's not funny. Funny, not funny. Who's going to be the funny. judge of that soon? You know, who will be judging us? Will it be a human judging us, or will it be a machine? And who's going to remember what what morals are, or you know what what morality is? Is that going to be uh, have a different meaning? You know. Uh, I, mean, well, I think so. I think it's I think it's always evolving, and uh, and that's and that's interesting. We 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 almost did a show tonight about. Uh, well, we'll do it uh, at least in the next, either this week or the next week. But Der- Derek, again, the Night Stalker, is sharing some fire articles in the in the Discord. If you guys have not joined the Discord, l- this is this is, these are the folks: Kelly here, Rohan, Daryl here, Night Stalker, uh, all the people that you've heard called tonight. They're all on the Discord, and and mo- most of these people are sharing, and more that don't call are sharing articles. There's some amazing stuff going on in the world, and uh, we almost did the reality. Is not as it seems. Real, there's no wow. objective reality tonight. We almost did that, <laughs> but the, there's oh, an article wow. and they're talking about it. And and I've been saying this. I've been saying this, meaning that, right? And Robert said this on the on the the chat too. He said, "Look, guys, the universe is yours, right? It's yours. Mm-hmm. You command the universe. You control that link between yourself and the universe as it is. And you need to demand what you want from it, and you'll get it, 
right? It's just you have to demand what you want. You have to understand that you are in that position, that super position of sorts. And uh, that's mm. a whole that's a whole other show. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, like uh, and like people are saying in the chat, like, like a lot of this is is about embracing humanity, and that's why we do this show. I have faith in humanity. This isn't about this isn't about turning us into robots or transhumans or anything else or bringing in the archons or, or, or androids or no this this is about hey like we are finally at a point in history where we understand the things that need to be done globally so why not do them mm -hmm. and I don't and I don't mean follow the Chinese model that's not what I'm saying right I'm not I'm not that guy like but when you say global people are like ah oh, the Chinese <laughs> just bell be the no. Fuck off. We ain't doing well, listen, that. Go ahead. We don't even know what we're doing to ourselves right now when we're starting to eat food that is like genetically modified. How genetically modified are we going to be? Like when our ancestors are born and our, our children are born, rather, our ancestors are born. That's funny. <laughs> I, I, I do mean, it all our time. children. I do it all the time. You're good. You're our good. Children. <laughs> our children. I mean, what if they're going to, we're going to like lose some of our characteristics because it's been modified already what if like already we're being modified and we're going to lose something that's human and we're going to forget that we even had it like right now like unvaccinated sperm might be the next uh like uh you <laughs> gold know, rush gold you know what i'm saying because <laughs> yeah. that'll be like the only pure humans left you know we don't know what this is damaged already genetically like maybe we could still reproduce but we're never going to have the same kind of humans anymore because they're going to be damaged they're going to have that blood, that bloodline is going to be so damaged. It's already altered. We know that, but it's altered. How, what is our, what are those children in 20 years going to be? Are they going to be all criminals? Are they going to be all selfish? Are they going to be all selfless? You know, what if they lose, like, um, what if they're all going to be like some sort of autistic, you know, characteristics, they might all be idiot savants, but they won't be able to have a real job. They won't be able to run a country. You know, we're going to have a population, a majority of people that are really not qualified to do anything. You know, they have to be monitored. What if, you know, you, we're really not sure what we're dealing with. Our future generations are going to be really potentially really messed up. And we're not going to know for another 10, 20 years, 30 years. What, we, what have we done already that's too late to turn around? You know, if we haven't already damaged, the, you know, even the potential to procreate. What if we really put a damper on that, you know? What if yeah. we were overambitious on this on this one? We really are not aware of the, the potential of what we've already done, you know? Even with what we're eating. I mean, it could be as little a bit of, as our diet, and it's already going to change our future generations of how we're going to conceive of things or even be able to talk about these things, if we'll even want to, you know? Yeah. If we'll even remember this. Yeah. Uh, Last, uh, I hope I hope it's not that deep. That that's that's pretty dire. That's pretty dire. Let's uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty. Uh, I hope that's not the thing. Uh, and yeah, and, and in that, good. yeah, in that, let's see who we got some chat here. Remote viewing says you are. I'm not sure if you're talking to us in the conversation or the chat, but the remote viewing says you are defeatist. That's ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. C call us. I, that's the thing, right? So I, I'm not going to take chat out, out of context because, because right, it's easy to, you know, misread text and stuff. And But but 702-957-1037, join the Discord, troubleminds.org. I think the thing is, right, if you if you listen to what we're saying, it's not that. We're, like, again, we're concerned citizens. We're, we're citing some of the, the issues we see with society. 
But it doesn't mean that we, we don't have a hope for the future. The, the reason we're here is because we do, right? And I think that's what Absolutely. it is. That's, that's what's going on. We this are is, the future. Yeah, we, we exactly. Future. Yes. You're indeed. looking at it, you know? Indeed. And so we that's what I mean. We want to keep our, keep our, our qualities. We want to maintain and, and proceed, you know? We're trying to salvage whatever hasn't been, un, you know, irreversible right now, you know, going forward. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's a, exactly, and uh, here we are. Uh, we we are that future, and we're trying to be that positive future. So just uh, but again, and this is the thing, right? Like like as always, this is like literally like this is a three-hour conversation when we started. Okay, yeah. but the thing is, this three-hour conversation is part of a thousand-hour conversation that's been going on for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And so even mm -hmm. in in this three hour block, mm -hmm. it's easy to it's easy to kind of pick things out and say this that mm -hmm. or the other thing right mm -hmm. is not good. But well, listen, like there, like I like to call this this is the great conversation. This is the future, like Daryl just said, like you described. We are because guess what? We're here. We're people here on this earth. And uh, again, right? Like I said, find a community out there that's not toxic to each other. Right? Find a community that can. Get over the fact that uh, people are just the way they are, and all the rest of this. I don't know. Like, let's uh, let's, let's look forward. Is... Let's look forward to a uh, to a positive future, and that's that's what this exactly. is about. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. If we're so yeah. smart. We can't breed out. If we could just breed out those negative qualities that we have, if we, only we could be that smart and breed out the hate and breed out the war in us, the warriors. You know, get rid of that gene. We've got to narrow down that genetic and try to find ways that we can be more constructive instead of destructive, you know? Amen. We're so smart. Why can't we do that, you know? Yeah. It, it seems an easy thing, but then, right, then you get people that are, uh, you get you get these nations that are, uh, you know, not 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 okay with human rights, and I think that's no. the problem, Oh, boy, right? tell me about it. Even that, you know, try to breed that out. Breed or breed in some, some you know, good qualities, <laughs> You know, gets it, just make that super race really um, empathetic and sympathetic, you know, instead oh. of uh, selfish and, uh, you know, void of uh, any kind of humanity or, you know, lack of empathy. It's just incredible, especially when it comes to human rights, civil rights, human rights. I mean, we're losing that so fast. And how fast are we giving it up, you know? How come it can't be important anymore? It's got to remain important, you know? It has to be a priority somewhere. So let's make let's make that super robot, you know. <laughs> but let's make it with those qualities, you know. Because whatever it is, it's going to be one of us, you know. We're going to give it. If she wants to have a baby, that's such a humane thing. That's that's being a human. That's a desire that only humans have. How can a robot have that? That's have that has to be taught, you know. That has to be. That's something that's very scary, actually, when you think about it. If a robot can have a feeling like that. That is part of being human. That's a very part of being human. How in the world would a robot have a desire like that? That's insane. So there might be a transfer of something there, you know? You got to wonder. That makes Agreed. Me really wonder. Agreed. And that's, uh, that's yeah. why we're here. That's why we're here talking about this stuff. Uh, yeah, how, come on in. Uh, Penny, Penny, uh, get in here, Penny. Penny's, uh, Penny's next on the, on the chain. Anything else while we got you on, Daryl? I'll leave you in and uh, please mute up after... Uh, so we can uh, get through this. But uh, anything okay. else while we got you on here? Just enjoying this uh, food for thought, fodder or uh, maybe cocktail, maybe beverage, or perhaps uh, drink. 
Okay. Cheer, cheer, cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Uh, th th thanks for the call. Always great stuff, Daryl. Appreciate you. Too. Thanks a lot. All right, there we go. So that's uh, Daryl in New York, and we're uh, we're still kicking it. We're still talking about this. We're taking your phone calls again. This is what I'm saying, right? In, in the chat, guys, just so you know, if we get somebody who's kind of dissident, let them. It's okay. Like as long as they're not shitting on the other people in the chat, it's okay. Like, like again, I'm the target, and I can be the target, and I'm. It's okay for me to be the target. Because guess why? Because it's transparency. I have I have a phone number and a Discord where they can come on and they can challenge anything I say. All right. I want you guys to understand. So the mods out there, please, like literally, if they come in and they're obviously trolling, fine. But like, it's okay. Let 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 if they're challenging the conversation and the things that I'm leading here as part of that conversation, the target is me. And if they can't pick up the phone and call to, to, to refute anything we're saying, well, then, right, it becomes a different story. And that's, that's troll, troll territory. And that's what I'm saying. So, like, uh, it's okay. Like, uh, I'm okay letting the, letting the chat roll. But, uh, again, I, I don't know. Just um, th that's my take on it. Just please don't, don't, uh, don't cause drama with each other just because you don't agree in particular. Let's try and, let's try and understand each other. And, like I said, if they have a, an issue with what I'm saying, call me. 702-957-1037. Join the Discord. Get your ass in here. And let's do it. Uh, so, Penny, you're not hopping on here. Uh, we got a couple, a few minutes left. We got as long as you guys need. I'm not trying to run anybody off, as you know. Uh, but uh, Penny was about to get in here, and uh, Jay was as well. So, Penny, you're up. Or if not, Jay, you're good to go. Hop on in, and we'll uh, we'll get you going. Uh, the thing is this, right? There's, there's, there's a whole bunch more that I've got tonight. Uh, you know, how do we even know if, like, a... Robot can have consciousness. Like I said, we don't even know. We don't even know what kind of consciousness, what ours is, right? We're still trying to figure that out. That's still part of the scientific situation going on with people. So, and, and again, right, it's like it goes back to the soul and the rest of this stuff too, right? Like that, that unquantifiable thing that everybody feels, right? Everybody feels it. Like what's, what makes me different than you? What, what makes Mike Mike and what makes you you, right? What is it? Surely it's not an algorithm, right? Surely it's not something like this. It's something else. Well, I don't know what it is. I don't have those answers, but I think those are interesting questions. So let's go to, uh, thanks guys for all the great calls tonight. As always, you guys are amazing. Let's go to Jay in New York. Jay in New York, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you tonight? Hey, Mike. Sorry, you got to give me a second. I'm a lot longer behind than I thought I was. That's okay. Is that our, we're not getting the show back, are we? That's okay. You're loud, my friend. Okay. You're loud. Sorry. Wow. I was a good minute and a half behind. Um, how are you? I'm doing um, great, man. Doing great. Everything's okay. Robots. <laughs> robots. Robots. Domo arigato. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like, they're going to be expensive, right? I mean, you're not just like, I'm not going to get one. Are you going to get one? Well, okay, you know? Here, here's the thing with, I think, with expense. So, now this is the craziest part about robots, and I think this is what's going to happen. Google or somebody's going to, like, whoever jumps on the technology first is going to subsidize them and turn them into spyware. I think that's what's going to happen, right? It's going to be like Alexa. Yeah, instead of having Alexa, you're exactly. going to have a robot watching exactly. you, hanging outside of the door when you're hanging out with a e wife. Exactly. As it's washing your dishes, it's watching you. <laughs> right. Yep. I, I mean, yeah, that's creepy, you know, but, you know, 
Were they give everybody one? Do you get your own personal one, or you just get one per house? Well, I, I think all they need is one, don't they? Well, they, yeah. What one one but, robot I mean, that never sleeps could watch you twenty four hours a day. <laughs> yeah, but Mister Strange has his chores. Mrs. Strange has her chores. So does the one robot have to do everybody's chores? You know, or do you get one for each of your chores? You know, what if you decide that you want your robot to do some editing in the show so you can talk to us and we're not experts? You know, little stupid things like that that I think, like, if they gave me a robot, I would never hire a helper. Because really, that my helper, basically all they ever do is learn and, you know, hold the other end of the two by four or maybe drive screws into the floor or something like that. But, you know, not to say anything about my helpers, but... You know, you're just hiring somebody to do the over and over task that I can't do. So then that would be one less person I'd hire. You know, when I had the temple and stuff like that, I'd try to get my hands on three or four of them. Here you go. Keep shoveling this plaster out here until you're done. And come find me and I'll tell you what else to do. You know, I was hiring people. Granted, they were, you know, crackheads and drunks and stuff like that that just wanted to pick up $50 for working, you know, three, four hours. But if I had robots, I would never hire those people. Do those people get robots too? Yeah, well, that's the, that's the becomes the question. Like I said, I think I think probably within our lifetime, at least ten-ish years, ten you know, ten, twelve, fifteen years, we're probably going to have that. That Black Friday sale is going to be people running in, grabbing these robots off of a pallet, throwing them in a shopping cart. And they're going to be glorified Alexis spywares. <laughs> sure, they may be able to vacuum and do the dishes, but they're also going to be watching you every minute of the fucking day, aren't they? Yeah, man. Well, yeah, and you start talking to somebody, you get it, oh my gosh, the robot's going to call in and say, Jay calls into Troubled Minds every night. You yeah, know, right. The robot's going to be the FBI. Right, right. It must be, <laughs> must be a cult. must be a cult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I, I could see it. It, it. All the movies that they have where we have robots that are, you know, in a human type form. I mean, some of them are, you know, machines and stuff like that. Even all the way back to the 60s shows with the Lost in Space. They always had problems with the robot, you know? Yeah, it just, oh, what, wasn't it right? Was, it, was that Robbie the Robot? I can't remember what his name is. I think so. It's only I think on that was, Saturday nights. <laughs> I think that was Robbie the. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, not only that, right? How the robot from uh, two thousand one, right? It's like it's like a, that's that's a that's a theme. It's a theme in science fiction, and and it makes you wonder, Blade right? Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade Runner, the replicants. It makes you wonder if if that is that predictive programming. We're expecting these things to malfunction or fail us somehow, right? It's like we, we already have that expectation because it's been planted. The seeds have been planted. <laughs> so we're, we're expecting the robot to be commanded to wash the dishes, and instead it's going to burn the house down while we're sleeping. <laughs> yeah. I'm, done. I'm, I'm so tired of you guys making London Boil in that <laughs> exactly. corning where it takes me a half an hour to scrub it out of there. You know? I mean, just, you know, they finally throw their hands down and, that's it. I'm burning the place to the ground. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I just, I, I, it's one of those things that I don't really see any good coming from it. You know, I do see the good, you know, if 
there's robots there processing paperwork so people could, you know can not have to deal with the bureaucracy of you know government programs and stuff like that yeah that might be a great idea but the thing is though is there's going to be a line you know if you had them in your house and they're doing chores and stuff like that say the country goes to war who's to say that the government doesn't have the ability to mobilize all the robots and now you just lose your robot well nobody for generations has ever done dishes or cooked or anything like that because that was what the robot did oh which which is what we're talking about with knowledge and people understanding like the nature of humanity and history and all the rest of this it's the same thing right because people are not allowed anymore to to learn those things on their own they have to plug into google to get those answers you plug into the algorithm which we talked about last night the algorithm is the one that tells you your past your present and predicts your future so if you use it organically your brain well, guess what? If your robot, just like you said, makes your scrambled eggs and bacon in the morning, you don't even know how to cook for yourself, do you? Say it's even pouring you the glass of milk. Yeah. You know, something as simple as that, you know? I mean, it, all of a sudden it all gets taken away, you know, whatever. The 5G or 6G or 25G by that time that's running them all takes a poo, you know? And they all shut down for a day or two or a week. You know, what if they're running the power plants and hospitals and all that because we're sitting around finger painting? I mean, really, what are we going to do? The robot's doing all <laughs> Finger painting, finger painting. <laughs> well, I mean, like Rohan was saying, I mean, it's like people... I, I, I've worked in a couple of different kinds of bars. You know, I've worked in the neighborhood pubs and I've worked in like the legions and things like that, you know, where the old vets and stuff like that are hanging out. And a really sad thing that you notice that when you work in the bars where the older people hang out, they retire. And when they retire, they don't have anything to do. You know, some of them go out and play golf and, you know, play bridge or whatever they do, but they've kind of lost their purpose because the older generation that I'd be talking about, you know, they would have, beheaded a hundred now would the, all their life was about purpose when they were kids you know they helped out with the household chores they helped cook they helped clean because that's just how it needed to be done so that's how it was done but you know through the ways of things you know vacuum cleaners and washing machines and blah 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 the idle hands are the hands of the devil i guess is the beat around the bush point that I'm trying to make that if you're not doing anything, what are you going to do? Like, you know, some people would say like the night soccer said in the chat there, but he wanted a clone, but it, what would you do? Like if, if you had a robot, Mike, what, what would you, what would you do with all your spare time with the robots going to work for you and making the money for the taxes and, <laughs> all the chores and everything else like that. I mean, really, what would you do? You uh, know? Okay, okay. So let's be real for a minute. They wouldn't allow that because we because this is why. I'll tell you why they'll tax they'll tax the robot at a one to one. It'll be a hundred percent tax rate. So you still have to do something with yourself because imagine if people had nothing to do but organize, get together, talk about society and the problems, right? Do art, right? That well, is I think literally... that what happened is 
That's the worst fear of the government. That is the worst fear because they would realize we have more in common than they're letting on. They wouldn't allow it, man. I think what you were saying earlier, though, is people would probably just sit and watch Netflix. I think, too. I think that would happen a lot in many cases. People that kind of don't know where they should be, uh, you know. Wh- you know, again, right? It's like, it's like that whole conundrum when you're 20 years old and you're like, oh, what am I going to do with my life, right? Well, guess what? That persists, right? Like, if you can't figure it out, then it's going to persist. It, it, it needs to be a, a decision, right? you you got to make a decision. And there's some people that just can't and won't. And yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, uh, so, so if I did hypothetically, and they allowed me to have a robot that would just do all the work, I just have it do all the work. I'd be, it, it, that that mf'er would be doing yard work, right? That dude would be doing the dishes. That guy would be cooking for me, right? Like, it'd be fine, right? Like, I, I wouldn't even demand too much of the thing. I'd be like, hey, robot, what do you want to do for a few hours? Like, you know, go go. Do you want to go for a walk and see nature, man? Don't hurt anybody. I'll see you in a couple hours, right? I, I'd be cool to my robot. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't I be like calling it trouble minds. Is what your robot would want to do? <laughs> yeah, right. And my robot wouldn't be like slave labor camp. I'd be like, hey, robot, what do you want? You know, let's talk about what you want too, right? And that's and uh, that's the thing. I, I don't know, man. Uh, it's, it but you'd be, be giving that robot an opportunity to get into like its own algorithm of learning about nature. The same thing that happens in the shows, you know, the the robots go out there on their own and start experiencing things. Yeah. And and maybe I don't want to wash the dishes. I want to go, you know, for a walk. I want to learn how to surf. I want to whatever. Exactly. I'm not doing that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Then then we all go back to where it's, a horrible idea to have robots. <laughs> <laughs> because every single thing that they do, uh, everything that you do to them, they are uh, putting in a in a, a database. <laughs> well, yeah, you pass it down to your kids, and the robot's going to be, wow, you're just like your dad, you know? I mean, what do you do when you're done with them? You know, do they die? Do you just shut them off, let their batteries run dead? Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I'm, you know, that's that's the thing. Any anyway, point being, as I would be fair, I would try to be fair to my robot. That's what I'm saying, right? Because I think I think they would remember if you weren't when when that when that that up that firmware update kicks in, <laughs> the consciousness update <laughs> uploads overnight when you're like sleeping. <laughs> and then You've been your robot plaster out of this building for 22 <laughs> years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and what do I get for it? And some oil in my joints and a charge every night. That's it. I demand more. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Uh, I don't know. Mike's robot gets to go walk the dog. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like you know, he gives me free time in the afternoon to go sit at the park and c- contemplate my existence. <laughs> robot rights. Robot rights. That's what I mean, right? The, like the the more you think about it, the more you laugh about it. But it, it's it's also absurd, but it also is not. It's also uh, uh, the <laughs> wait, wait. When did my robot become my son or my teenager? What the hell's going on in the chat here? But uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. That I would. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's just the way it is. That's the way it is, man. I don't know. What would you do? You wouldn't hire a worker, would you? Well, I mean, that's what would happen. I mean, definitely, you know, a lot of times I need somebody to stand around and watch me, you know, I need two seconds of help every once in a while. Help me hold this so I don't drop it. You know, 
So my robot would just be hanging out. But the thing is, though, is when I come over to your house and do your bathroom, I'm probably not going to do it alone. I'm probably going to have somebody, you know, go fill up the buckets with the water so we can do the tile or whatever, you know, and then watch and help and learn how to cut and everything else like that. But just, I wouldn't hire that person. And then that person would be doing what, you know? I think that, you know, the kids on the farms and stuff like that, you know, they learn, you know, how to deal with animals and you learn a lot about them because they're interacting with animals and they become interested in that, you know, that's how they learn things. If the robots out there, you know, hanging and mucking and doing all the other stuff that they're supposed to be, the kids should be doing. What are the kids going to be doing? Playing Minecraft, you know? watching tiktok videos i mean we'll be playing minecraft and watching tiktok videos (laughs) with a robot with a robot i i i've never got into the tiktok although i do see a couple of them float across the other pages from time to time that are pretty interesting but tiktok is just about the worst of humanity just uh just one man's opinion what can i say yeah all right all right not into it, but <laughs> I'm not into it either. All right, we, we, let's finish this up. I got I got a barking dog that needs to go for a walk. Let's wrap this. And if you guys love the conversation, you guys know what to do. Uh, share, spread the word. Tell tell, let people know out there that there's a conversation going on. We're calling it the new great conversation, and that uh, it doesn't end. God willing, we got tomorrow. We're gonna keep talking about amazing, crazy things. Because you never know, right? You can't talk about this stuff around the water cooler. And you can't find a cooler group of people. Like, we got some amazing folks that are part of this. And so I thank all of you for participating. Thanks, all everybody in the chat. Thanks for all the amazing calls. Like I said, we're blessed. We're blessed to find each other, and uh, that's just the way I see it. So we're going to keep on trucking, doing our thing. God willing, we got tomorrow. That's uh, So the, that's the good news. The bad news is we're, we're about finished for tonight because i got got to go walk the dog and do the things. But... Uh, if you want to hang out with us afterward, a lot of us uh, jump into the chat right here in Discord. Go to troubledminds.org, click the Discord link, and uh, get your ass in here and come hang out. We talk about, again, all kinds of things from air fryers to uh, uh, AI invasions of, of the Archons <laughs> getting put into robots. So uh, come come say hi. That's what we're doing, and that's what we're, that's what we're all about. It's all over the place. And, and, and... Uh, it's uh, it's about uh, being good to each other. That's that's the most important thing. It's about uh, not not stomping in and saying I'm right about everything and y'all are wrong. You you, you probably want some other server because that's that's not us. It ain't about that. But let's uh, let's wrap this, Jay. Anything to add to that? To my uh, to my impassioned plea. <laughs> amen. <laughs> All right, amen. <laughs> very nice, very nice, very well done, sir. <laughs> what you got, man? Let's do the Jaytro. Music's rolling. Okay. Let's be grateful to the people that make us happy. They are charming gardeners who make our souls blossom. That's Marcel Proust. I hope I said it right. Nice. Nice. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Always great conversations with you, Mike. I really appreciate the fact that you put all your hard work, even when you're traveling, into doing your show. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that you love it. I appreciate that you participate, and uh, I appreciate being your friend. Thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us. This is Jay in New York. I'm Michael Strange. This is Troubled Minds, and as as I always say, I'm me, you're you, but together, we're us. And that's a powerful thing. 
We'll be back tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Pacific, to talk about more. And as we finish, be sure, be strong, be true. Thanks for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.